Robin Akiva Need a Podcast, episode number 85, coming off to one of the most controversial finishes in the history of podcasting last time out as we get ready to escape the pod as selected by you, the listeners. One of two podcasts coming up this week, and here's the man who's ready for potentially you know, three podcasts in like eight or nine days here with me, the great Akiva Winokur. Akiva, how are you? I'm great. Yeah, when we said two in a week, it's like, all right, we'll do one, then we'll do another one. But you think about it now, it's like, we're going to do one. Yeah. And then we have to do one in the middle of the week. And then we have to do one, could be within a week. Who knows? Right. Th- almost three in a week. Right. Okay. All right. Well, once again, we are tied up in a web of our own making here on Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. Uncle Kiwi, it's been uh, like, what, 10 days, uh, 11 days since uh, you and I recorded that podcast about Eddie with the controversial wheel spin. How's everything been going? Uh, everything's been really good. Um, people like that that Eddie show. Happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Things are things are going right. I left my house probably for the first time in oh, a go? couple months. Just like the supermarket. Went yeah. to a friend's house. Yeah. Um, wearing a mask, you know. Nowhere nowhere too exciting. I don't think I need to do it again. Yeah. You see Leave it. the house. Yeah. I yeah, I didn't do it beforehand. Why would I start now? That would be crazy. Okay. All right. Akiva, did you want to talk at all about the controversy surrounding uh last week's wheel spin, which ended up on people's choice? And then there was uh, a number of different uh threads on the Renap subreddit and on Twitter, people talking about uh the difference of opinion that we had about how the people's choice should be playing out this week. Yeah, you know it's a complicated podcast when I have to like check the subreddit to a make sure I'm putting tree up. was needed. Yes, literally someone had to like spell it out. They did a very good job just to make sure I was putting in the right polls that I, you know, people were like, "Hey, I didn't really understand what happened. I just sent them there. That was good. They understood better than we did." I think ultimately people thought it was it, you know, it was like a little wild, but we made the correct decision. Um maybe we shouldn't have uh, picked what next week's episode was going to be, but you know we still don't know because it's going to be listener's choice. We'll still have three wheel spins today, and who knows if one of the listener one of the wheel spins is a second listener's choice. I'm not sure what happens there, but we'll uh, you know there's plenty to look forward to in the mailbag. Um, yeah, and I haven't spoken to you in ten days, so I'm uh, excited to uh, you know escape a podcast with you. Okay, all right. So uh, Uncle Kiwi, will you help us uh, set up how this is all going to work today? Yeah, I, this is one of those where we, me and you were both going in almost completely blind. I think I got an email from Kevin, who we're about to meet. I think it was May 24th, 2019. So about, exactly a year ago, he pitched this very idea. Robin Akiva escaped the podcast. Uh, and we, we sort of initially liked it, I think, but then we never put it on the wheel. And we said, like, why don't you workshop it? And he did. And he sent it to people. And I was like, all right. But it sort of got lost in the, you know, in the trees. And uh, it took a year, but it's it's here. Okay. All right. Uh, so let's uh, welcome in 
Kevin, the creator of Escape the Pod. Here is Kevin. Kevin, how are you? Hey guys, doing great. Thanks for having me. Right. Um, Kevin, yeah. tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm the I'm the creator of this uh, Escape Room podcast, and uh, you know what? It, quarantine's been uh, you know things were going pretty slow for a while. I was spending a lot of time just hanging out, playing uh, playing tennis against the sides of high schools and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I know lots of fun. But uh, yeah, we got a bit more normalcy now, and I'm excited to be here. Hoping okay. to start off the, the double dip with a bang. All right. And of course, we could not do an escape room podcast without our resident escape room aficionado, a man who has done triple digit escape rooms in his life. Please welcome the tabulator, the great Kurt Clark. Hello again, Robert. Uh, are you concerned that your appearance here today might invoke the Clark curse on escape room podcasting? Um, a, a couple things. I think that we've workshopped this enough that it should be solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, I think the Clark curse is still kind of recharging from our coverage of Game On yes. earlier this week. Oh, that was smart. Um, we spent yeah, it yeah. all on Game On earlier this week. Exactly. We, we, we tapped that energy. It's not ready to come back into the game yet. Yes. And uh, so so hopefully what, what Kevin's put together will be a hit and maybe there'll be a 2.0. Akiva, have you thought about podcasting about Game On on 32 Fans? I know you're looking for sports to podcast about. It has Rob Gronkowski, Venus Williams, J.R. Smith was on this week. I only know about it because you guys, I, I saw, you know, that you guys podcasted about it, but I didn't know, is it a sport? I think that it's like a, uh, I guess it's a take on like a British (laughs) panel show and it is featuring a lot of like sports tie-ins. It's sort of like they venture into the world of sports. Uh, They kicked field goals. uh, They kicked uh, a soccer ball at one point. There was an exercise bike that featured prominently. Yes. (laughs) All right. So you're not impressing Uncle Kiwi. I no, mean, I, I, I just, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll leave it to you. I heard it's about to get canceled also. Mm, I don't know. Well, it, I don't think that that is a take on the ratings. Uh, we'll see how it does in week two. Uh, we, Kurt and I were not super impressed with it, uh, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're not here to talk about Game On. We're here to talk about Escape the Pod, the creation of Kevin. Uh, Kevin, where are you from? I am from Ontario, Canada. Okay. Of course. Uh, Akiva, we have yeah, everyone, uh, probably, right? what, uh, 90% Canadian guests on this podcast? Yeah, 90% Canadian guests, 70% Canadian listeners, I think. We're, <laughs> this is a full Canadian podcast at this point. Yes. I didn't even know Kevin was Canadian. Yeah. Well, it's not like I make sure beforehand that the listener, that the people are Canadian. It just happens that way. Mm-hmm. Well, can't, why? Oh. You, you can't spell Renap without A. So (laughs) there are a lot of A's, uh, just like in the word Canada. Okay. All right. So Kevin, can you please explain how an escape room podcast is going to work? Because I think that that's been our uh, curiosity with this idea since the get go. Absolutely. I think Akiva, you kind of had it right where you were saying that I think you guys are coming in a little bit blind here, but uh, I think we do have something that's going to be a lot of fun. So you guys are going to be working together as players in uh, what is called a live simulated escape room. It's basically a room that's not going to, it doesn't exist physically anywhere in the world, but it's playable with a few mechanics that sort of um, pull from tabletop role playing. 
So the exact mechanic that we're using is um, is actually borrowed from a show called Escape This Podcast. Um, it's run by an Australian couple, Bill and Danny. Um, I got in touch with them way back when, um, just to make sure I wasn't you know stepping on any toes, and they were really into the idea. So I've created a room catered completely to this podcast, uh, meaning that the puzzles and almost everything that you'll come across are tied directly into uh, the Renap lore. Okay, That's, I'm excited. I'm Rob. We don't mention this podcast enough on the podcast, so I am excited for it to be extremely self-referential. <laughs> I was thinking like, oh, this could be like a really good, you know, we're just going to escape a podcast. Nobody's ever done that. And, uh, and you know, and I'm sure we won't be talking about like hit by a car Claire, like people will know what's going on. But no, we will, in fact, be talking about hit by a car Claire and Allie Lasher. Okay. All right. So <laughs> let's see where it goes. Uh, do we have a time limit on our ability to solve this? So I, I've sort of opted against using a time limit for what we're doing for a couple of reasons. No, I think we should. Um, I think we should have. I like a time limit for anything we're doing, where it's like, oh, we're out of time. Oh. <laughs> Agreed. I, I do. I, I enjoy the panic of escape rooms all the time. Um, you know, getting everything done, managing the stress of the clock is a huge thing. Famously, why Todd Bowles is a horrible escape room uh, player. <laughs> but um, I think it's. I also think that it's kind of. I don't know if this is fair to say, but I'm going to say it. it's fair to say that you guys sort of live and die by the banter. And I've kind of constructed the room with that in mind, where if I'm reading a script and then, you know, if you have to go off topic, it happens. I think that we can set a loose limit. Okay. As like, I don't know. Okay. Four minutes. hours. All, All right. right. Four hours. Yeah. Four hours. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's an but, escape clause where you can pull exactly. the ejection button. Yeah. We still got three exactly. podcasts to do yeah. this week. Yeah. Sure. Rob, we'll can I make an uh, an admission that will probably not be a huge shocker to you? Admission <laughs> granted. Yes. I've never done an escape room oh, okay. before. Have you? Have yes, you? Yes, I have. I, I've done escape rooms uh, with uh, Kurt Clark. Oh, so you probably escaped the room then? Yes. I mean, if you're in there with Kurt Clark, you you could just go take a nap <laughs> in the corner and wake up in thirty minutes and you're out. Yeah, Kurt. Can you give everybody your escape room stats in case they're not oh familiar? My God. I've, I believe I've done 123 and mm-hmm. my, my success rate is like maybe 89%, but I'm like, I just checked recently or last time I, I did one and I think I'm like on like a 50 game winning streak, which wow. I, I wow. kind of stopped. Um, He's uh, like the Harlem Globetrotters of escape. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. seen it all. And, 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 and just to clarify my role here, just like the, the, um, the escape this podcast that we're borrowing, borrowing from, you know, Kevin is the brains behind it and designed the whole thing. I'm here kind of for moral supports to, uh, give hints where I feel you guys potentially could use a nudge and kind of other miscellaneous, uh, roles here. So, uh, okay. Kevin's really driving this, but I'll chime in if you guys need a little guidance in the right direction. Okay. So. Kevin, uh, do you have a background? Are you, do you work with escape rooms in real life? Um, I don't, but I'd say that my history with escape rooms is relatively unique in that um, my experience has always kind of revolved more around the creating rather than the playing. Okay. Um, so when the escape rooms kind of rose into prominence way back when I did a bunch, I was, you know, I, I loved them, but, um, you know, they're expensive. Sometimes it's tough to find a good group to go with. So my focus kind of turned to making those experiences myself. So I've made a whole bunch in, you know, school for roommates, for just my buddies. Um, And actually this past year, it just so happened that there was an elective offered at my school called Escape Room and Puzzle Design, um, which was taught by uh, Dr. Scott Nicholson, who's kind of known as the 
the foremost expert in escape rooms worldwide, or at least was at one point. Carter, are you familiar Kurt. with the works of Dr. Nicholson? Uh, I am afraid I am not familiar with the works oh, of Dr. Really? Nicholson. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, Kurt hasn't oh, even heard of he thought, he, he thought he was a teacher today, but I feel like Kurt has become the student. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, okay. So uh, he, he was actually in one of those... Um, What's that guy's Ask name? Dr. Roper. Nicholson if he knows about Kirk Clark. <laughs> 50 <laughs> game winning streak. I'll Thank sure you. Do that. 50 games. Wow. He's in the textbook uh, for the escape room class. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he, he was featured in one of those Mark Rober videos. That's the guy who made that um, that glitter bomb, like Amazon Echo, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. You guys see that video? Yeah. Yes, yes. I think we talked about it on News AF. Yeah. I see. Yes. Okay. All right, so Kevin, can you help us uh, get started? And, and are people able to play along with us? Right. So, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send, or I'm going to email over a um, kind of a map that is totally optional, but might help orient you or um, anyone listening at home, just to you know help you get through it all. But then, um, it, it's certainly possible if people want to be. I, I'm sure there are going to be a lot of people just like yelling at their phones saying, oh my gosh, Robin Akiva, come on, figure mm-hmm. this out. Yeah, but, I mean, that's so, every yeah. episode. Yeah. Well, exactly, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they, they could definitely play along, but they will be listening to you guys go through it as we go. Okay. All right. So, Kevin, uh, are you ready to take us into the Escape Room podcast? I might just walk you through one more, a couple more little um, you know, rules and whatever okay. here, like how we're going to be doing it. Um, so basically the, how we're going to like set everything up. So I'll, um, I'll tell you the story of where you are, what's happening, why you're trapped. Um, I'll describe the items in the room that you can interact with and then I can throw it over to you guys. So to do that, um, if I say there's a desk with a drawer in the room, um, your way to explore that would be just saying, okay, I open the drawer and look inside. And in response, I have a script that responds to basically anything that you might say. Okay. All right. Great. So, I am going to read my little preamble now. Walking into the theater, you're both overwhelmed with the greatest sense of excitement. It's the night of the Robin Akiva Nia Podcast Live Awards show. Knowing just how much work has gone into this event, between the speeches, performances, and trophies themselves, tonight is sure to go off without a hitch. Never in your wildest dreams would you have expected to secure such a massive venue, not to mention a full house, for an award show entirely devoted to a self-referential, experimental podcast. Yet after all these ups, downs, stands, and offs, you've made it. The Renappies. Ooh! Mm-hmm. You're both, be- you're both episode, greeted by maybe. a... Exactly. Uh, you're both greeted by a man you know only as Milkbag, a reference to his huge and remarkably square frame, always covered with a white t-shirt of which he seemingly has an endless supply. Milkbag? Milkbag. Your- milk See, Canadian. There you go. <laughs> That's his nickname. Come on, Milkbag. Uh, that's a Canadian nickname. Akiva, did you know this? I, I like. The, I guess that's the, the three quarters I don't know about. Yeah. Is the Milkbag nickname? Is, is Akiva <laughs> yeah, eligible right. for Milkbag because he's twenty five percent Canadian? I should be Skim Milkbag because I'm only twenty five percent. I was gonna say. I, I think that might be a bit more suiting here, but uh, yeah. I, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll give him an derogatory. Yeah. That's yeah, so what he goes by. It's his white t shirt. It's fine. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, Milkbag is your handler for the event, and you've gotten to know him at some of the dress rehearsals earlier in the week. Well, getting to know him is maybe a bit of a stretch. He's not the biggest talker. But hey, he knows his way around this place, and no one would dare mess with you with such a big guy around, right? With an, unintelli- with an unintelligible grunt, Milkbag offers you both two essentials for the night. 
He, op- he opens his hulking hand to reveal a pair of shiny magnetic name tags, one reading Rob and the other with Akiva. Think of the ones they wear on the Genius. Along with each name tag is a Werther's original caramel, kosher of course. You're a bit confused seeing as those candies are only ever really found at the bottom of old ladies' purses, but alas, you're not going to say no to such an imposing figure, especially after he instructs you to eat. My Rupert impression needs some work. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, so you hear the magnetic click of the name tags on your shirts and pop the candies into your mouths and begin to follow your brick wall of the handlers through the winding hallway. Wait, we're eating Werther's originals? Do we have yeah, to? Of course. Of course you do. Akiva, uh, first of all, are yeah, those yeah. kosher? Well, Just he said that he specifically got kosher okay. Werther's. Okay. I, 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 I think they are in general, I, but yeah. I don't yeah, know. I, I, I'm not a big sure sucking candy guy in general. <laughs> <laughs> I think Milkbag stands there until you both insert the Werther's yes. into your mouth Absolutely. appropriately. You're going to say no to this guy? Come on. I'll tell you what. <laughs> if I ate a Werther's original, it wouldn't be one from Milkbag. He's, I don't know. He's, he's, uh, he's keeping track of everything here. He's, he's got your best interest at heart, I promise. Okay. <laughs> Um, after what seems like the 20th turn of the journey something strange happens almost as if on cue you both stumble a bit you feel weird things around you blur and spin you can barely keep your eyes open as you lower yourselves to the ground the last thing you both see is Milkbag turned around with what is definitely the first smell you've seen from him everything fades to black hmm dun 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 (laughs) okay uh, when you wake up next to each other there's an immediate rush of confusion you're in the backstage green room, the exact place where he'd been taking you, slumped against the main entrance door. But there's still so many questions. What just happened? Did Milkbag drug you? What time is it? What about the show? Where is everybody? And why the heck is there an old-looking lock on the door behind you that definitely wasn't there before? You're totally unharmed, except for some skid marks on your clothes. That being skid a, that marks? Being said, what? Yeah, he, dra- <laughs> he dragged you down the hallway. Come on. On the exterior of your clothes. Oh, God, door, got door. it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, that being said, all of your pockets have been emptied. Your phones and wallets are gone. All yeah. right. You feel better once you stand. The room itself is more or less as you left it. Um, I'm sending you the map right now, actually. Sorry. Okay. All right. All so right. we're about to get an email. Yes. Okay. Uh, could this be posted anywhere where the public can view it uh, when if- they are listening to this podcast? That would be ideal. Yep. If you could put it in the show notes or something, that would be uh, a big help. I okay. Think. We'll post the link to this. And what what is this? This is a map? Yeah. It's just a map of the room okay. to, you know. All right. Let's do robiswebster.com slash escape map if you want to bring this up. All I right? can't believe that's not taken already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's from Kevin. And then we're looking at a map. Uh, okay. All right. I have the map. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So the room is more or less as you left it. Directly across from you, at the very back of the room, are three doors. The furthest on the left reads storage in big white block letters. The second is guest dressing room, and the rightmost reads washroom. Starting at the back, there's a TV built into the adjacent wall closest to the storage room door, with a pair of couches against the opposite wall, presumably for comfortable viewing. Between the couches is a small garbage can. Next to the couches, you see a small waist-height bookshelf packed with books. Resting on top of it is the torso and head of a mannequin wearing a red hat. Next to that, in the southeast corner of the room, is the bar. It's pretty simple looking, and you know the cabinet behind it contains all the alcohol. Beside the cabinet is a framed Harry Potter poster. Hmm. The middle of the room features a circular glass table with chairs around it, 
the centerpiece being the very urn that you recognize from Larry David's masterful perfect game in Survivor. This is Insider Top 50. Okay. To your immediate left. Remember, he wrote this a year ago. Yes. <laughs> Fair. A lot of the stuff is fairly old, but Clark Curse, so this is my one shot. <laughs> uh, to your immediate left is the vending machine. And finally, along the west wall of the room are some things that you know are supposed to be out on stage as part of the show. First is a piano, and next to it is a wooden box labeled Instruments. After verifying that the door is indeed locked, things look grim. It's clear that the only way to save the Renappies is to escape this room. Hmm. Okay. We're definitely in Canada, right, Rob? Because it says washroom. <laughs> Seems like it. <laughs> I think we're in Canada. Uh, Jessica Sterling, we're, we're definitely uh, giving me a hard time about that one, too. Yep. All right. So, what do we do? Is this just sort of like a, it's almost like a Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> game of like, uh, it's like, all right, wanna, let's walk over to the bookshelf. Exactly. A bit, yep. Yeah. Okay. It's a little bit like those old text based computer games, also, where it's like, you know, go east, open door, check bed. Okay. Yeah. Do you like Oregon Trail? Can we go hunting? All right. Yes. Just avoid the distance. All right. Can we uh, pat down Akiva and make sure he's not wearing a wire? <laughs> Akiva's not wearing a wire, surprisingly. But Why do you uh, think I'm. Wait, hold on. Now, uh, is Rob wearing a wire? <laughs> Uh, Why would you think I'm wearing a wire? Uh, I don't know. I just wanted to like, test the limits of like what uh, do we have like a yeah. limited power? Uh, uh, I, I want to do uh, 200 push-ups on the floor. You can absolutely do 200 push-ups. Okay. Um, we might we might be at yeah. four. Hours I'd like to do half. one. <laughs> do you really do wow, one push-up? Yeah, I'd like sure. to do a push-up. Uh, okay. Side note: You should not be breaking anything in the room. That is okay. that is a rule that I'm going to put on. Okay, good. We don't, we want to get our deposit back for the exactly. Renappies. Okay, yeah. All right. Uh, can we turn the TV on? Uh, you can go over to the TV for sure. It seems fairly standard. It's built into the wall and is powered off. Um, below the monitor is a ledge with a remote resting on it. So, mm. can we pick up the remote and turn on the TV? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the remote is actually noticeably light when you pick it up. Um, the power button does nothing, so you open the back compartment and see that it's missing a battery. Hmm. Yeah, we have uh, a very good happens. sense of like uh, what the weight of a remote control should be with <laughs> batteries and without. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Like, yeah, it's a little light. Okay. <clears throat> okay. It's one right. of my strengths. Uh, Akiva, anything stand out to you in this room? No. So we can't get the TV on. That's what he's saying? Yeah. Now, this was a year ago, so there are like games and stuff going on. So I feel like I would really want to get out of the room to get a battery and turn the game on. Can somebody slip us a battery under the door, maybe? I, there, no one knows you're in here except for oh, okay. apparently. Maybe apparently let's go no over the couches and see inside the couch mm. cushions. Maybe somebody dropped a battery out of the Ah, couches. that's usually where it is in my house. Yeah. Yes. You right, can certainly couches. check. Um, you check all around the you check all around the uh, the cushions there, but you can't find anything now. Mm. Okay, let's mm-hmm. go over to the table and check inside the Larry David urn and see if there's anything in there. Sure. So, um, yeah, it's sitting on top of a glass table there, and there are four chairs around it. But if you look in the urn, um, you find um, you don't actually find the actual votes from that season inside of it, but instead you see a handheld wireless microphone, um, just like the kind that will probably be used up on stage. Okay, can we turn on the microphone? Uh, you can turn it on, sure. Okay. Oh, yeah, we yes. could probably make does, contact with the outside world. Yeah, does the microphone have a battery in it? Uh, the microphone does have a battery in it. But oh, let's it's not take, okay, let's take the mic battery and watch some TV. It doesn't work? It's not the same size? Can't watch TV no. still. Nah, it's not Shoot. the same size. Yeah. 
Okay, that was okay. my plan. Uh, what about the three doors? Are the three doors locked? Yeah, so you can check all three of those doors. Um, they are all locked. In fact, um, I can actually tell you right now that the storage room, you see, you see that between the three doors, they all have different sorts of locks. The oh storage room has a four-digit number lock. Ooh. The washroom, the washroom has an eight-letter word lock. And the dressing room has this like fancy high-tech facial scanner. Apparently, they like to diversify okay. their locks. Mm. Do you think the Do you think the password to the washroom is washroom because it's mm. eight letters? <laughs> <laughs> you can try. You can try it. Uh, is it washroom? It, 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 it does not open. Okay. All right. Um, let's go check out the bookshelf. I feel like there's got to yeah. be something going on at the bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Maybe For the battery's sure. there. So the bookshelf is just chock full of books. You got thick books, thin books, novels, how-to manuals, all sorts of things, but nothing is really standing out to you. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Can you give us an example of one of the books that's there? Uh, the BR rules are there. Okay. <laughs> uh, that That is one example, yeah. Hmm. That's, how to make fire. that's an example like, of a thin book. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we able to like pull on every single book on the bookcase to see if a secret passage opens up? That is so played out. I would never. Do that. Oh. <laughs> but it was a year ago. Maybe it wasn't yeah, played out then. A year ago, that was right in style. Yeah, Rob, I have to admit, Rob, I'm getting a little hungry. Can we go to the vending machine? Oh yeah, go and check maybe that out. Let's mm. see what the snacks situation is. Okay. Um, also, so yeah, the prices because we're in Canada. <laughs> like four toonies uh, so or something. Of, right. It's one of those vending machines where you have to enter the letter then the number. Um, mm-hmm. You can't actually see inside of it. However, it's what? one of those like. Oh, yeah, it's one of those like Coke ones that obscure the front. Um, so you can't see in, but it's got a keypad and everything. So. Uh, is there Coke Zero available? Uh, well, th- you're actually going to have to type in a, a letter and then a number, so you can't tell what is what. What? 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 I see. I've seen like the drink machines. At least you can't see inside, but like the food machines, I've never seen a food machine you can't see inside. I guess it's a mix of both, where you're where you can't see. There are no buttons. All right, fine. Let's. And, and Rob, let's take don't a know guess. what's in it. Yeah, it's the total mystery. What about the wow. prices? What about the prices, Kevin? Do we know the prices? Um, so if you just enter a code, say you enter A1, for example, yeah, um, right. it registers, but then it says, please insert two gold coins. Two okay. gold coins? Gold coins. Yeah, what, if, what, if like a, what if we type in A2? Yeah, A2. A2. Um, and also, yep, same thing. Please insert two gold coins. All right, what about B12. B12. <laughs> Joe Nina. Go for it. You sunk my battleship. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'd like to go check out what what is the door to main do? That's just the door that you were um, sitting up against. It's the it's the main front door. Um, you know the exits to the hallway that leads to the stage. Unfortunately, it is locked with like this old fashioned key. Or, okay. well, mm. Sorry. Yeah. Is there a fire extinguisher in the room? We could ultimately, if we need to, bash through <laughs> the door. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure if it's actually this room is actually up to code because I am not seeing a fire extinguisher okay. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about the poster? Look, we go check out the poster. Oh, good one. You can certainly look at it. Um, there's a frame poster on the wall depicting the four houses from J.K. Rowling's fame series of Harry Potter books. Oh, it's very Harry um, Potter centric, this room. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's split into four quadrants, each of which includes the house name and shield on a colored background. Did you, did you see J.K. Rowling retweeted Shut Up Tim this weekend? <laughs> Does that really happen? Yeah, that you really happened. That? What was the tweet? Well, he that she J.K. Rowling wrote uh, like a new kids book, but instead of selling it, she just like is giving it away online, and she wanted people to like at, to illustrate it for when it becomes a real book. 
So everyone's like, my eight year old son, you know, uh, you know, Jesse, he, he drew, uh, he drew the Babadook, whatever the character's name is. Mm -hmm. But, uh, so, so shut up. Tim wrote that it was Martha, our, our former guest on the uh, Harry Potter episode. Uh, but he said, like, my 10 year old sister, but it was her drawing and she's a grown up. Uh, I bet J.K. Rowling's like, wow, that's really great. And she retweeted it. Wow. All right. So, uh, good, good job. Shut up, Tim. Okay. Yeah. Uh, J.K. Rowling uh, has has gone from twenty three hours a day to twenty four hours a day of Twitter okay. during during quarantine. All right. Uh, so can we take the poster off the wall? Ooh, yeah. Um, it's framed. It, it looks like it's it's actually like screwed in there, so hmm. you can't really know. Okay. Is there anything unusual about the poster, or any of the houses uh, mislabeled, or anything like that? It, it, it's right from what you can tell. Gryffindor has a lion on red. Slytherin has a snake on the green background. So yeah, it, all, all the houses look right hmm. to your knowledge. Okay. All right. What about the bar? Why don't we have our phones again? Uh, they disappeared once you were. Oh, okay. Milkman. The milkman. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. So uh, the bar is tall. It's made of wood. Resting on it is a calendar, and behind it is the liquor cabinet, which is fastened mm. to the wall. Okay. Can we check out the calendar? Yeah, you can look at the calendar. Um, what year is definitely it? Something. It is twenty twenty. Twenty twenty calendar. Okay. Uh, okay. It is a 2020 calendar, yeah. All right, we'll tear uh, out March and April. We don't need those. <laughs> yeah. I mean, was May that great? Yeah, yeah. We need May? May? Forget May, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's definitely something a bit weird about the calendar. On every single day, there's actually a handwritten letter in a certain color all through the 12 months. Um, nothing really appears to spell anything, but like January 1st has a red K, January 2nd has a purple C, the 3rd is a black E, so... A different letter on each day in the calendar. Interesting. Right. Can, can you tell us all the letters, or is it, do we not know? <laughs> you want me to go through all 365 letters? <laughs> oh, and every day. I thought it was one day a month. Sorry. So no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. One every and day. And there's no discernible order? It's just random? Yeah, it Color seems and a letter? Random. It seems pretty random. Okay. So what do you think the K is for? Hmm. Well, what was the K? What's the key? Uh, Look up September 26th in the <laughs> calendar. That's a good question. It, it is a... Blue R. Blue R. Blue okay. R. All right. All right. I think the next clue's mm. at the White House. Yeah, look up uh, Pull and Peel tw uh, Twizzler Day on July 5th. <laughs> yeah, July 5th. What's that? Uh, it is, uh, you, you can tell by my voice here, it is a teal Q. Teal Q. Okay. Okay. Sure. All right. I think we're on to something. You, okay. you get the distinct impression you may need to come back to this when you have more information. Mm. Yeah, that's possible. That's yeah. possible. Uh, what about the liquor cabinet that's nailed down? Are we able to open that? Um, you know what? You try on the handle, but it also doesn't budge. After a quick inspection, it appears as, it appears as though you'll need a small key to open it Small up. key. All right. Okay. Yeah. So we can't even have anything to drink. Not that we want too much to drink because the washroom's also I mean, I'd have a drink. All right. Fine. I mean, we could be in here for hours, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go to the piano. Go to the piano. Um, can so you piano's... play? Uh, can, you could play a song on the piano, right, Rob? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, play. Uh, uh, I'd like to play uh, "Piano Man" by Billy Joel. Right. It, it is beautiful. Everyone in the room is very moved. Mm -hmm. um, well, everyone in the room. I think it's just me and Rob. It is yeah. just you and the exactly. <laughs> yes. Okay. And now I'd like to play "Closing Time" by Semisonic for a key. Ah, beautiful. Oh man, you are. 
Wow. Uh, yeah. Also, also sounds brilliant. This room won't be open <laughs> till we figure out a TLQ Akiva. Um, yeah. So when you're playing, you're actually sitting on one of those piano benches that swing open. Um, the only weird thing about the piano is that the keys are labeled correctly to your knowledge with the letters A through G, including the sharps and the flats. I, you guys know what those look like. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Do you think we'd use the piano keys as a key to get into like the dressing room or the washroom? Oh, is that is, would the piano keys fit any of the locks? <laughs> Interesting. Oh, wow, <laughs> you are getting creative here. Um, it, it, no, the piano keys are not coming out of the. Okay, door we're, we're we're a level up from a cabinet. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Can we open up the piano bench. Uh, you sure can. You swing open the bench. Inside are mostly things you expect to be in there. A ton of sheet music and whatnot. Uh, but the thing that catches your eye is a U.S. roadmap book. Um, you can flip through it. Each page seems to show a new major U.S. city. Hmm. Why would there be a U.S. roadmap in Canada? Did I say we're I don't in think, Canada? I don't think I it's mean, Canada, Canada that we're in, we're in Canada. Oh, okay. I think he's assumed we're in Canada. I mean, I we're having the Renappies. Why wouldn't we have it in Canada where the bulk of our fan that's base fair, is? Yeah. <laughs> and it does say washroom. I feel like that's, you know, maybe a glaring mm. error if we're actually. Hmm. Do we know what city we're in? Uh, you do not know. Well, oh, okay. okay fine. I, where where do you, where would you hold the Renappies? Well, you're, I'm making you commit to this right now. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> I don't What's know. It's a good okay. city. I'll put that on oh. the wheel. Okay, Doesn't Scranton. Matter. Were we going to go to Scranton? Yeah. All right. So, uh, what did you say about the roadmap? That there's a different letter on each page. No, it, it's just every. It, it's it's a pretty normal roadmap book. It's just each page is a new major U.S. city. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Should we go check out the instruments? Yeah, I'd like to know what instruments are in there. For sure. So um, maybe it's the second a piano. Large, it must might be a very small piano. Um, yeah, so it's a it's a medium sized wooden box logo for the uh, for the avalanches on it. Uh, they're set to perform their hit song "Frontier Psychiatrist." That, that's the this boy needs therapy song. Um, mm. If you remember that music video, it features a plethora of different and kind of strange instruments. So as such, inside the box, you find a whole bunch of I don't know, just small to medium, medium-sized instruments. There's uh, some harmonicas, some castanets, a drum, a melodica, a triangle, all sorts of stuff. It's just junk. Okay. <laughs> um, could I play uh, New York State of Mind on the saxophone? <laughs> Unfortunately, there's no saxophone there, but you oh, can do it on the castanets. Ooh, where's yeah. the saxophone? <laughs> mm, you figured Is there it an out. alto sax or no regular sax? <laughs> There's no sax at all, actually, unfortunately. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Familiar. Interesting. Okay. You can do a rendition on the triangle by all means. Hmm. Okay. Um. Is there any particular instrument that stands out? No, it's just a just a collection of them in there. Nothing really standing out to you. Yeah. Hmm. I will, Where have we I not looked at? Exactly. Yeah. There's. There's. Uh, you've kind of hit all of the named things on the map, but if you look at the map, there are some um, smaller things that weren't necessarily named. They're just kind of symbols that stand in for things. Uh, okay, so take hey, a look did at you look everything. at the chairs that are Yeah, the what table? are the chairs by the table? Those look like chairs. You can definitely look at the chairs. Um, they appear relatively normal, but under closer inspection, you see some words carved into one of the armrests. Um, yes. It's actually it's a three-row message with a single word on each row. So the first row says, Committee followed by the letter X. The next says barely, X after it. And finally, hasn't X. So committee X, barely X, hasn't X. 
my recommendation is you found a microphone. You now have this as a clue. If you aren't writing things down, you may want to make sure you're taking notes down on a piece of paper just to keep track Mm -hmm. of any items that you've found. Okay. Committee Mm -hmm. X... X barely has an X. Is there one word that would be after committee before barely and after hasn't? Committee barely hasn't. Hasn't barely committee. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you think it corresponds to days on the on the calendar? With uh, the X's? I can't imagine. Uh, yeah, probably probably there's probably a bunch of X's that are on random dates, even if we found out, okay, uh, November 9th is uh is is an X. What do we do with that? Yeah. November I forgot I'm very bad at puzzles. Barely day. Mm. <laughs> right. Uh I get the sense that there would be one word uh that would be all all like so we're solving for X, but um hmm. Kurt also said we had a mi- the microphone. I'm not sure. Yeah, what could we do with the mic? Could, could, that was that was just a reminder that you have an item in your quote unquote inventory, and just uh, just you may want to take note of that just for as you acquire additional things or additional yeah. clues. All right. Well, I'm stumped. I guess we're gonna die okay. in here, Kiva. <laughs> can we turn <laughs> on the mic, Kevin? Uh, you can turn it on, but can't really imagine what that's gonna do. Okay. Turn on the microphone and then record uh, Robin and Keeping You the Podcast episode number 85. The final episode. Okay. <laughs> then uh, t- tell us what, we, what we're doing 40 minutes into that podcast. As, well, I would say that as you're, as you're messing with the mic and you're looking around the room, you do notice something by the couches that you didn't pay much attention to. Is mm. it the circle that's between the couches? Oh, there's a circle between the couches. That, that is indeed, yeah, that's a garbage can. Okay, well, you know what, not for anything, that if the garbage can is supposed to be important, I feel like that the garbage can should be labeled on the map. There, there, yeah. okay. Yeah, like, because the I, sequel, I guess, label the garbage can. Because if it's just a circle between two squares that's not labeled is like, okay, maybe this is like an end table between the couches. But maybe it's so important you don't want to label it because then we might go there first. <laughs> yeah, go, let's look inside the garbage can that's, uh, that's a circle on the map. Absolutely. Um, so actually in that same email is um, a note that you find inside the garbage can. Yes. Um, yeah, so it's slightly crumpled. It appears as though whoever was going to use it might have changed their speech, but it's a weirdly wordy introduction for Akiva. Okay. So you can take a look at that. All right. Hmm. So we have an index card, uh, and it, it looks a little bit like it's uh, an, a vintage uh, aged business card or an uh, index card. It says, but first... Let me be ping. Uh, the P is an R, the, the R is a P in the other co host of the podcast. Hmms, uh, the Akiva in Robin Akiva Neef, a podcast. He's a man who's been podcasting, uh, with Rob for over five years. Noi, he actually started a podcast way before about football where he was gobbing to talk to one fan from every single team in the NFL with a man named Ari Gold. He started podcasting with Rob about the TV show Seinfeld, all 180 episodes of Seinfeld. He also ranked all 180. Here he is, Akiva Wixnicker. All right. Okay, so, I think I got something. Yes. He, he misspelled seven letters. Yes. First, let me br- bring is P. Yes. So that let's, let, let's make that an R. Yeah. And then the other host of this podcast... Instead of he's, it's M. 
Yeah, it's an E. So let's make that an E. So R E. Okay. And instead of need a podcast, it's need. F. For, yeah. So the, the so F it's F red. Okay. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah. Red. He's a man who's been podcasting with Rob for over five years. It should be now, but it's Noi. So okay. Red W. He actually yeah. started a podcast way before about football. We're going to talk to one fan from every single team in the NFL with a man named Ari Gold. Wait, you skipped uh, the B. There's the I in going is a B. Oh, okay. So that's Red W I. You also started podcasting with Rob about the TV show Seigfeld. So that's an N, Red Win, maybe Red Wings. All 180 episodes of Seinfeld. He also ranked all in 180 here. Easy. Akiva Wixnicker. So it's Red Wine, not Red Wings. Okay. Red Wine. Is that a clue? <sighs> um, Hold on. Coincidence. <laughs> What's that? Coincidence. No, it, yes. Oh, okay. All right. What can we do? Should we go to the bar with Red Wine? But uh, with those locked. It is indeed locked. Hmm. Okay. So maybe we need that for later. Oh, wait, Rob. I just thought of something. Yes. Yes. There's a code to get something out of the vending machine. Yeah. We got to figure out that code. Right. We need two gold and coins. We need two gold coins. Mm-hmm. Ari Gold. I don't know if that's connected here. The, okay. The, but maybe there's red wine in the vending machine. And we could just hit each other on the head with the red wine and that'll be it. We'll kill it. We'll kill it. <laughs> kill it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, but. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Is there anything else that's on? There's also well, behind- from the yes. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say from the from the from your glance at the uh, liquor cabinet, it was glass fronted. You did see several bottles in there, one which might very well be red wine. But I think you have to earn your way into it. Mm. All right. Well, we were told that we were not allowed to break anything in the room. Are we allowed to take the urn off the table and smash the glass for the in the liquor cabinet? <laughs> You are absolutely not allowed to break anything, but um, you can start that action for sure. And when you pick the urn up, um, something actually does catch your eye. What right is underneath, it? Right underneath where it was. It's a small metal key. Not um, for anything. The first thing we did in this room was check the urn at the center the of the table. Mm. I was keeping track of what you were saying. Yes. <laughs> and and by checking it, urn, we did not check urn. underneath it. We didn't mm. check underneath it. You couldn't have a solid think, right away, that, Rob. I think that Kevin and I had a pool going on which things would trigger Rob the most. I mean, <laughs> is that up there? When we say check, what, what would be the right instruction of, of okay, so now I feel like we have to go back to everything. Okay, check the, yeah. we check the right, couch. Let's, let's pick, flip over the pick, can we, pick, can we look pick, under the couch. Take all the couch cushions out. Kevin, I'm looking all under right, the couch. I, I Did I find anything under the couch? Yeah, not for anything. I'm no dungeon master, but I feel like That's check right. the urn should suffice for also pick up the urn. <laughs> okay. What's under the couch, Kevin? <laughs> What's uh, under the couch? Yes. Okay, pick up the ta- pick up the table. Make sure that there's nothing under the table. Mm-hmm. Don't you want to see what's under the urn here? Sure. Yes. Uh, yeah, so you, you see a small metal key. Um, you try to grab it, but quickly realize your dilemma. It's not actually on the table, but rather between the two panes of glass that make up the table. So okay. there's like a tiny space between the two. Take off my um, genius magnet and then no. uh, put the key on top of the, uh, uh, put the magnet on top of the table and then slide the key out. Brilliantly, the second your name tags mag- magnet gets close to the key, it latches right on and you can easily slide it out. You now have a small key. Okay. Now let's walk over to the liquor cabinet, take the key out of my pocket, and then use it to unlock the door and then open the door. 
<laughs> Point taken. Uh, so yeah, your small metal key fits in perfectly. It opens the alcohol cabinet right up. Inside, it's loaded with different bottles. Um, and you see all sorts of all sorts of whiskeys and wines and rums and whatever you can imagine. Okay. Um, give Akiva a glass of rum. Mm. <laughs> uh, you don't have any glasses on. Okay, me, but g- g- I'll go straight from the bottle. bottle. Yeah. We're not classic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> we need the red wine, though. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yep. So you do. It takes a second to sort through all the bottles, but you do indeed find a bottle of red wine. Mm. Um, the label on, it, however, looks a little bit weird. It doesn't appear to have a brand name on it at all. Instead, the mm-hmm. label is actually it's filled with this weird square made up of four rows. Um, the first three rows have numbers in them, and then the fourth row has been left blank. What so are the numbers? The first row. Yeah, the first row is one thousand two hundred and forty-eight. The second row is one thousand six hundred and thirty-two, and the fourth row, or the, sorry, the third row is six thousand four hundred and twelve, and then the fourth one is blank. Okay. okay. Did you write those down? I yeah. Didn't write one. Them. So twelve, uh, twelve forty-eight, sixteen thirty-two, sixty-four twelve. Those numbers have any significance to you, Akiva? Twelve forty-eight. Thirty-two, and what's the last one? Sixty-four, twelve. Sixty-four, twelve. Not really. They're all even numbers. Um, could we add them all up? Is that too basic? You think I'm going to make you do math? <laughs> mm, okay. If so, it's ninety-two, seventy-two. It's eighty. Uh, yeah, ninety-two, seventy-two. I was right. I will say if one of you two are probably have the better chance of no, well, I had written wrong. It's ninety two ninety two, Rob. I see. Okay, Michael. Uh, if one of you has the better chance of recognizing these numbers, it's probably Akiva. It's not math as much as it might be pattern recognition. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it's like. So I feel like that the numbers in terms of like are are very much like uh, the, uh bracket type numbers. Yeah, bracket type numbers. Right? Sure. Oh, the twelve is not really a bracket number. Forty eight, sixteen, thirty two, sixty four, twelve. They both equal nine two nine two. I I just don't know what it would. You know, is it forty six forty six? Those aren't bracket numbers. They're not mm-hmm. divisible by four. How did Talk to me more about what these, why these remind you of bracket numbers. Well, 64 is a bracket. Uh, 16 mm-hmm. is a bracket. 32 is a bracket. 48 and 12. Right, so, so 12 goes into... Uh, the role divisible by 4, but, but 12 is not, bracket, a, is not a... Not a... Uh, uh, you know, it's not divisible by 16. What bracket numbers are missing? Um, 16, 32. Oh, one two four eight sixteen thirty two sixty four one twenty eight two fifty six eight two five six. Right, isn't that the numbers I always repeat? Okay, go. So let's go try you know to, in the in the the lock to the storage room. Let's try eight two five six. You enter eight two five six on the storage room door, and it opens right up. Oh, well, oh okay. okay. There right. we go. Um, What's inside is a little bit lacking, but I guess that's to be expected on the day of the show. Um, there are exactly three items left in the storage room, all of which are on a, just like a shelving unit across from you. First is a laptop. Next to it is a plastic bin that reads hair and makeup supplies. And next to the plastic bin is a locked safe. 
We still have not found the battery for the TV, I should add. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's open the bin, take the lid off of the bin, and then examine the contents inside of the bin. <laughs> Which hand do you use to open yes. the bin? I'm <laughs> Um, the bin contains exactly as it states there are different kits and tubes of makeup um, that are held in one compartment and like hair gels, sprays, razors are in the other compartment Mm, okay Um, Akiva do you need uh, any sort of a touch up I mean we're probably not going on stage at this point the show may be over so I don't think so I've never really worn makeup before Okay. All right. Um, and what about the laptop? Can we turn the laptop on? Uh, open the, the top. Open on. the laptop, and then power it. Power, hit the power button. You're pressing the power button. Okay. Perfect. Uh, yeah. So um, you turn on the laptop, but you notice that it requires a password to access it. You're a little bit stumped as to what that could be, but in your frustration, you notice that there's a piece of paper taped to the bottom of the computer. Okay. Let's look at the piece of paper. Mm. Uh, you grab and unfold it and find what can only really be explained as a future wheel suggestion. It's like a thrifty 32 bracket titled um, Best Music Video Bracket. It's surely a lot to make it on the wheel with the combination of it being both a Chester Lank bracket podcast and about music videos, but we don't have time to gush about that now. Um, you notice the bracket has been filled out until the final four, and whoever filled it out seems to have a type. Um, the final four videos are Basket Case, 21 Guns, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, and American Idiot. So all Green Day songs. Hmm. Okay. What could we do with that? <sighs> Should we go back to the calendar and look at all of the days that oh, have Oh, could that be the letters? password to the bathroom, Rob? It's green, eight letters. Green Day? Uh, is Green Day, sure. is, Let's, is green let, day the password okay, to on the, the way on, on the way to the bar <laughs> with the calendar, let's stop at the washroom and type in yeah. Green Day as the password. You can try it. It does not work. Okay, let's then oh. let's walk over to the bar and go through the calendar and then write down all the letters that are the green days in the calendar. For sure. Um, so sure enough, you've noticed that there aren't really an obscene amount of green letters throughout the year. Um, you already know that January, or no, you don't know that, sorry. Um, but you, you flip through the pages and you can write down all those letters and you come up with the letter sequence N-O-T-T-H-E-M-A-M-A. Not the mama. Not the mama. Dinosaurs. Um, hmm. Should we go try... Dinosaur as the bathroom password? Yeah. All right, let's go back to the washroom and enter in <laughs> the eight-letter word, dinosaur. I'm sorry, that's not going to work. Do you remember oh. where that piece of... Where the, where the bracket you had was, was though? Um, like where you got that in the first place? In, in, in the storage? Oh, right, well, let's try, but, that, try, that, uh, try that password on the computer. It grants you access when you type in not the mama. Yep. Not um, the mama. It loads exactly. Uh, it loads to an online diary of sorts, and it appears as though the owner has recently written a short entry. It reads, Ugh, this time of the month already. That means that jerk is gonna be in for another cut any day now. I swear if he wears that stupid hat like last time, I'll buzz him bald. Maybe then he'll finally have a case for Judge Judy. All right. Let's uh Akiva, does this make any yeah. sense to you? The barber. Who's the barber? <laughs> Brutus uh, Beefcake? It could be Brutus the Beefcake. I don't <laughs> think. I don't think it is. Hmm. Is that a Seinfeld uh, quote? 
I don't think so. Okay. Can, can you repeat the diary entry one more time? Yeah, for sure. So um, it says... That's not Tiki uh, Barber, is it? It's going to be Rondi. <laughs> uh, it says, oh, this time of the month already, that means that jerk is going to be in for another cut any day now. I swear if he wears that stupid hat like last time, I'll buzz him bald. Maybe then he'll find. Maybe then he'll finally have a case for Judge Judy. This <sighs> is gonna need something that you guys haven't looked at yet. Okay, all right, something that we haven't looked. Where at haven't yet. we looked yet? Hmm. Something Which... you've noted, but not something you've looked at closely. So when you search the... something in the room, oh the chairs. Oh boy. No, no. Uh, that. Let's go to the back to the bookshelf and examine every possible book that's on the bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Uh, the books probably aren't going to help you, but if you recall, um, which okay, this isn't on the map as well. <laughs> um, there is sort of a a like plastic like head and torso of a mannequin that's sitting on top of the bookshelf that is faceless and is wearing a red. Wait, we we didn't notice that when we you looked did. at the bookshelf. Oh, right. You actually yeah. did. He did say it. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there was a mannequin on the bookshelf. Yeah, yes, there was. Yep. Okay. Akiva, do you remember this? I don't remember it, but I, I'm not saying <laughs> they didn't say. It. We'll check the tape. Okay. <laughs> check the, definitely check the tape. I it remember there are all sorts of books, thin and thick. Well, it, it was the the initial and there was a mannequin on top of it. Okay. All right, yeah. let's examine. We would have remembered a mannequin if we were really paying close attention. Let's examine the mannequin. I probably uh, would have led yeah. with the mannequin as opposed to uh, books uh, thin or or thick. Well, thin books are noted. Well, fun, fun to come by. Uh, yeah, so you you can actually take off that red hat there, and um, you do notice that this mannequin is, is sort of weird. Like it has a full head of hair, um, a bit unorthodox, but that's just how it's made. Okay. So, uh, could we examine the red hat of the mannequin? Right. Um, nothing really sticking out to you. How big of a mannequin is this? Like a, like a full-size like a, human mannequin? It's like one of those like yeah. salon training dressmakers right. dummies. So, it's like, yeah. Is it's there anything? Creepy. Is the mannequin wearing anything? Like, have anything on it? Because... Yeah, you really buried the lead here of your. You wake up uh, trapped in a room with a giant, uh, full size human mannequin. Uh, just with, the shoulders, yeah, just the yeah, shoulders and above. Okay. Can we uh, look through the hair of the mannequin? Um, it's you know it's, it's a pretty thick hair, head of hair, so you can't really see anything there now. Um, we review the uh, the entry in the laptop one more time for our team. Mm-hmm, we can do that. Um, so it says uh, that means that jerk is going to be in for a cut any day now. I swear, if he wears that stupid hat like last time, I'll buzz him bald. Maybe then he'll finally have a case for Judge Judy. <sighs> I still don't know what that's talking about. Yeah, what was in the hair and makeup supplies again? Um, you can look in there. There's like there's like makeup on one side, and then the other side is like hair gels and sprays and razors. Can we get a razor and shave the mannequin's head? Uh, you absolutely can. Yeah. Um, you throw off that hat, and uh, you begin to use the razor on the on the mannequin's hair. Um, you certainly feel silly. This doing got so, very but- creepy. 
<laughs> it doesn't have a face or anything. It's just it's just sitting there. I don't know. Uh, you certainly feel very silly doing so, but um, once you get down to the plastic scalp, writing writing begins to reveal itself. Mm-hmm. It reads Gryffindor, Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Slytherin, Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff. Okay, can we hear that one more time? Gryffindor, Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Slytherin, Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff. Okay. Um so I feel like that that's like a combination for uh colors Akiva. I don't I, do you know the colors of the houses? I don't really know the colors of the houses. Uh well we can go look at the poster and examine yeah. that. But uh, but I don't know what to do with uh I don't know what to do with that information if we had like some sort of like a lock that was like uh you know type in the type in the colors. Um let's see. There, yes. There was a third item in the storage room. Oh yeah. Well, uh what well, what was the what was the third item in the storage room? The the third item is a safe that is locked. Um the interface includes six red LED lights, each with a button next to it. And when you press the button, the corresponding light switches to a new color. Okay. This is new information? Uh, it was one of the three items in that storage room there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Should we use the Harry Potter, the Harry Potter, like, colors for this? Aren't there six yes, or there yes. eight? Yes. Uh, um, all right. Can we, go, can we go refresh our memory at the Harry Potter uh, uh, poster? Absolutely. Slytherin like is green, right? Ravenclaw is blue. Hufflepuff yep. is yellow. Yeah. And, 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 and Gryffindor is red. Absolutely. Okay. Can we go type in the combination red, red, blue, green, uh, blue, yellow? Sure. So once you change all the lights to that combination, the safe makes a clicking sound and opens right up. Okay. Uh, inside. Inside, you find a few things. First is a single battery, oh. and then along with it is four white chess pieces. A king, a queen, a bishop, and a pawn. Okay, throw the chess pieces in the garbage and then put <laughs> the battery in the remote control. You can do that. Uh, green light flashes on the remote once you insert the second battery. Uh, you press the power button and turn the TV on, and it comes right to life. Okay, After... what are you going to watch, Akiva? Well, actually, it's, it's actually popping right up to something that might help you out. Okay. Oh, um, the mech game. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, what you do see, it, it appears to be security footage of the very room you're in. And the timestamp in the bottom left corner is only like taken about an hour ago. Um, oh, let's watch it. Sudden, exactly. So suddenly, the unmistakable body of Milkbag emerges from the camera's blind spot, accompanied by a pair of other figures that make your stomachs turn. It's Mitch Garver and Kevin Costner. It's a conspiracy of your ops that did this to derail your show. Uh, the video is without audio, but you watch the three of them chatting for a few moments, uh, nodding to each other as they, as they discuss their evil doings. Yeah. As they conclude their meeting, each of them walks off. However, you notice something right at the end of the video. It appears as though Milkbag's phone fell from the back pocket of his Quadrosaurus jeans, sliding directly under the couch in the corner of the room without, without him noticing. Now, didn't we check underneath the couch already? <laughs> Actually, no. You were talking about it, and then you found the key in the table, and then you uh, went from there. You did not actually go to the couch. I was listening uh, for it. 
All right. But, and for the record, jokes on you, uh, Mitch Garver. Uh, keep a close tab on uh, what Mrs. Garver is doing with Kevin Costner. Okay. <laughs> Garf sauce. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go then to the couch and look behind the couch in the corner of the room. Sure. So it's a it's a bit of a stretch, but after a second, you are able to retrieve Milkbag's cell phone from under the couch. When you turn it on, you're prompted to give a three-digit code based on the three X's on the screen. The only thing that may be of any interest um, that's on the screen is a trio of new voicemails, which you can access by tapping on. Hmm, okay. Um, So there were X's in that uh, riddle that was committee X, X barely has an X. Uh, three-digit security code is not very uh, secure. Uh, I guess let's play those voicemails, right, Akiva? Let's do them. Alrighty, those are your audio clips. You're probably going to want to play them in order. Okay, alright. So we have some milk bag voicemails. Uh, who's leaving voicemails uh, these days? Okay. Yeah, we'll I wasn't going to check them. We'll see. Okay, alright. Uh, we got some voicemails. Want, yeah. We got some voicemails from... I don't even listen to my own voicemails, but I guess let's check out. What's I don't going know on. how to check my voicemail. I have not checked it in in twenty years. Okay, all right. Well, maybe let's see what's going on with Milkbag's phone. Hello, I'm calling from the exploratory committee for Peyton Manning's presidency. We will be sure to try at a better time. Okay, Peyton Manning's presidency. Is that something that came up on the podcast? Yeah, but I'm yes, forgetting yes, some. Old was when, when we when we pranked the listeners. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Oh um, yeah, yeah. All right. Then let's see number two. Hey, milk bag. It's Mildred. Just calling to make sure you're still able to do cleanup after catering leaves those podcast awards on Sunday. The last time one of these were held, they barely ate any of the refreshments. I swear, it's like podcasters don't even like food or something. Oh, well, more for us, I guess. Oh, and if you get that done, people are still complaining about the sink in the green room bathroom again. Something about hot water steaming out the place after 20 seconds. Look, I don't know. Check it out if you get the chance. I'll see you around. Bye now. Hmm. Okay. We can't even get in the washroom. Okay. Hey, Milkbag, it's Jordan. No boy. Just kind of let you know mm. that we'll be recording Twish Monday at 5. Rob hasn't won in a few weeks, so here's to keeping that streak going. I'll see you then. Bye now. Okay. Boy. Uh, exploratory Committee for Peyton Manning, Mildred, and Jordan Kalish in the voicemail. Free plug for Jordan Kalish. Yeah. Yeah, this must have been a couple years ago if I lost five years in a row. Hmm. Okay. Do the first two voices sound familiar? Um, did they sound familiar to you? Yeah, but I don't. I don't know who. I'm. I, they're like at the tip of my tongue, but I can't tell. Hmm. Can I hear the first? At least one, one again? was a Canadian. I want to yeah. hear the first one again. Go for it. Hello, I'm calling from the exploratory committee for Peyton Manning's presidency. We will be sure to try at a better time. Hmm. Okay. Um, Peyton Manning, eighteen, yeah, like something with his number. Jordan Kalish said that um, that it's been five weeks in a row that I've lost. Do you want to try the yeah. number one eight one eight five? What's the middle number? There's probably okay. 
there's probably another number in the well, middle. Well, it's only now. a three-digit number, so the first True. digit can't be 18. Mm. True. Hmm. True. Well, maybe it's Peyton Manning's maybe. number on Chester's quarterback ring charts. Oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> hmm. You right. do notice that the the X's on the phone that indicate the, the three missing numbers, somehow they're expertly... The, the carvings in the arms of the chair are exactly carved to look like the X's on the phone. Okay. What do we do with that information? Oh, can we uh, phone a friend, Rob? Wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, all right, all right, let's go back and listen to... Okay, it's probably the the word that comes after each thing. So we we, we got to listen to these messages again. Okay, fine. Uh, all right, okay. Com- committee, committee X, so it's... Hello, I'm calling from the Exploratory Committee for Peyton Manning's presidency. We will. And then, uh, the number two. Hey, Milkbag, it's Mildred. Just calling to make sure you're still able to do cleanup after catering leaves those podcast awards on Sunday. The last time one of these were held, they barely ate any of the refreshments. They? They barely? They, it was barely it was barely x not x barely a bit i swear it's like podcasters don't even like food okay. or something barely eight okay and then hasn't one uh okay so all right so type in 481 into the phone typing in 481 works and the phone opens directly to a group chat that's going on between milkbag and his co-conspirators oh really okay wow he's got co-conspirators well you saw them on the video yeah um, scarf sauce. Uh, the text chain seems to have an unhealthy real, uh, obsession with Renap, with conversations about writing fake three star reviews and such. Um, finally, you get to the most recent messages, where one text in particular from Milkbag piques your interest. He wrote, "So we lock them in. I like it. As long as we don't have to hurt Beverly Cleary along the way. She's using that special guest dressing room this week, and I just couldn't bear do anything to her. I still read Ramona books to this day." Hmm. Beverly Cleary. Yeah. What what do we, what can we do with Beverly Cleary? Why are we talking about Beverly Cleary? Well, she was uh, somebody that was submitted for the Stan tournament. Mm-hmm. Mike Christensen's she, a big fan. She's 104. Yes. Is that something? 104. Um, was she, how old was she when they made this? <laughs> might have been 103. <laughs> might have been 103. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Luckily, she is still around. <laughs> she is. Yeah. Okay. Beverly Cleary. Uh, am I allowed to Google her uh, works? I mean, y- you wouldn't have the power mm-hmm. to Google in the room, so it shouldn't be any. Well, you think I knew how old she was without searching? Yeah. yeah Beverly <laughs> Cleary. Hmm. <laughs> Um, you may not need to Google her works. There might be some close at hand. Oh, go look, go to the bookcase Ooh. and see if there's a Beverly Cleary book on the bookcase. Uh, after a bit of hunting, you are able to find a Ramona book written by Beverly Cleary. Okay, can we open the book? <laughs> uh, sure, you can look through it. What are you looking for? Uh, is there anything that has fallen out of the book? There's nothing in the book actually. No, mm. Ramona. Hmm. What what's the name of the book? Uh it's it's just Ramona, this one, yeah. Just Ramona. 
Yeah, that's all it is. Got anything, Akiva? Just Ramona. Ramona Quimby? That's her name? Hmm. I don't know. So just to rehash, we don't have the um, access to the dressing room. Uh, mm-hmm. We need How do eight- you... What's that? How do you access the... What do you need to access the A dressing facial room? facial scanner. Do we hold up the face of of, Ramo- of Ramona on the on the dressing room face scanner of Ramona? Yeah, uh, that's not going to work for you. Okay, you want to hold up the, the the face of the mannequin? Ooh, that's good. <laughs> uh, no, that's also not going to work. You, you know that um, the the thing with this with the with the back dressing room here is that. Um, the, the event players haven't specifically told you who's using that middle dressing room in order to just keep it a surprise for you both. Okay. But it's their face that's going to be able to get you in. Okay. So who would that person be? Hold up the face of Beverly Cleary from the back of the book. There is. Her face is right on the back of the book. And when you show that to the scanner, almost instantly the door pops right open. Ooh, um, okay. <laughs> uh, inside you find a lot less than you were expecting it seems to be a completely empty dressing room um, which is kind of weird for you because it's the day of the show but um, there's a vanity with a flower on it across the across the room which I guess you could check out but wait a second you both turn your heads to the side in unison and look on in horror as you see a high school age boy a cloth stuffed in his mouth and his hands tied behind his back leaning against the wall next to the door the scene eerily reminds you to our Russian friend from season three, episode seven of Saved by the Bell. Whether this is Zach Morris is doing, you can't be sure. Hey, uh, let's go check the flower on the vanity. <laughs> <laughs> Examine the flower. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a flower. Okay, pick up the flower uh, holder. Uh, check yep, underneath it. Holder. You can look it. No, not seeing anything. Okay. Guess that's it. Okay. Akiva, should we take the gag out of this kid's mouth? <laughs> yeah, I think we could do that. Got kind of dark. Yeah. Uh, so the the moment you ungag the kid, he starts to say, "Mike Bloom." Mike Bloom. Oh, the flower is blooming. Go check the flower. Hmm. Uh, you can certainly look at the flower. Nothing really strikes you out of the ordinary. But the but what about the, the microphone, Rob? Hmm. Mike yeah, Bloom. So okay. Mike Bloom. Uh, can we ask the kid more questions about what happened here? He, you know what? He he looks pretty just like shell shocked right now. It's it's uh, he's probably not going to be giving you too much. Mike Bloom. Okay. All right. So what do you want to take the take the microphone and put it in the flower pot, in the flower holder? Uh, you can't really imagine what could possibly happen when those two items are brought together, but once they're close enough, a harsh squeal is heard back in the main room. Hmm. Uh, you go to investigate and see that the TV screen has changed now to show the letters Q, B, P, K. You look back to see the Russian kid, and he's joined you in the room, seemingly more at ease now, and he's carrying his trusty chessboard. Okay, alright, so... Go oh, back so this- to the four, yeah, the four chess pieces that we threw in the garbage, okay? And then hand hand him the four chess pieces. Yes, yes. Thank you for thank you for chess pieces, uh, Sasha. Thank you for rescuing Sasha. Uh, love chess, obviously. Uh, what you 
want me to do with chess pieces? Uh, what 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 is significance? Um. Well. So. Uh, what what about the letters? Like, are are they? In, is just is just they say the letters on on the screen? Q B P K. Absolutely, yeah. And I'm assuming okay. that we have a queen, a bishop, uh, a pawn, and a oh. king or a knight. You sure do. Oh yeah, yeah. So this is oh this is great. And he sits down on the floor and he's like, "This is this is classic. This is classic for Sasha. Sasha be uh, placing pieces on board based on a classic move that I've originated in terms of strategy and gambit. So. He sits down and he puts the four pieces, uh, looking up at the screen, and puts the four pieces very carefully in certain squares on the chessboard. Okay. All right. And when you examine these spots, um, there's sort of a weird thing about this chessboard where each and every spot sort of has a a letter or a number or a symbol on it. So um, I can tell you that he put the king on the spot with the letter G, the queen on the spot with the letter C, the bishop on the spot with the letter F, and the pawn on the spot with a hashtag. GCF hashtag. Okay, uh, let's go back to the piano. Alrighty. Okay. Uh, and then uh, I know that. Uh, can we pl- can we play uh, play the keys? Right, so I-, I know we have to play GCF, and then I'm not sure how the hashtag affects. I'm not a musician enough to know exactly uh what that what that looks like um but i know uh can we play g g sharp c sharp f sharp um is that the order you're gonna go with um all right so what is what what was the queen the queen was on the letter c okay bishop Um, bishop was on f okay the the pawn, the pawn was on the hashtag, okay. and then the king on G. Okay, all right. Can we play C, F sharp, G? Alrighty, I am going to play it right now for you. Actually, here we go. I'm at the Simpsons. Okay, did anything work? Did that work? Okay. Uh, not, nothing happens. Okay. But that's all right. What you, so that's, then, all right. Then go to the go to the washroom and then t- uh, put Simpsons in for the password. Uh, you type in. You scroll over to Simpsons and the door unlocks. Okay. Nice. Uh, very nice. Wow. Okay. Um. So once inside, things look fairly normal for a washroom. There are three toilet stalls opposite the door. Um. And next to you is a countertop with a single sink and a mirror above it. Okay. Turn on the hot water on the sink for 20 seconds. Wow, okay. Um, you can do that. Prompted by that earlier message. Uh, the water is noticeably warm, but not crazy hot to begin with. But just as the woman on the voicemail mentioned, after about 20 seconds, the stream of water just begins radiating heat. You have no idea how this mistake happens, but they should definitely get someone to fix it. Um, in fact, it's so hot that after a few seconds, steam starts just fogging up the lower part of the mirror okay when this, when this happens um there are a few words that become visible they seem like just a random and meaningless assortment but you take mental notes just in case they read raw r-a-w sit if 
ire, I-R-E. The next word you can't really read, it's been smudged by someone. The word after that is tis. And finally, the letter I. Okay. Raw, sit, if, ire, uh, unlegible word, tis, I. Raw, sit. What's the third one? If. If. Ire. Ire. I-R-E. Blank, tis, I. All right. Uh, so just to look around the room again in terms of uh, we haven't figured out the vending machine um, and then we haven't done anything with the instruments and uh, I don't know if there's anything else that's uh, that we're bl- that we haven't uh, figured out or uh, so Raw sit if uh, actually let's check the rest of the bathroom. Go check the toilets. Mm-hmm. You gotta check the toilets. Okay, yes. you open can do the that. stalls. Absolutely. Um, you check all three of the stalls. Um, the only thing you really find is this transparent, like plastic overlay sheet. It's about the size and thickness of a piece of paper with the words "Meet me in the middle" written on it in sharpie. Midway down the page is a circle. Uh the map. Okay. All right. Um. All right, go to the the bench uh, and then open up the map of U.S. cities and go to Omaha, Nebraska. Absolutely. You flip to the page for Omaha, Nebraska and overlay that plastic sheet right on top of it. Um, it's exactly the same size, and you see that the circle matches up to a label on a real road in Omaha. It's labeled N19. I guess it's some north-south highway or something. Hmm. N19. All right, so that's the vending machine. Okay. All right. Right. Should we put that uh, in the vending yeah. machine? Try that. N nineteen. Uh, the vending machine acknowledges you typing in N nineteen, but after registering, it says, "Please insert two gold coins." Hmm. Oh, right. We don't have the gold coins. Don't have the gold coins. Okay. All right. Sasha does not have gold coins. I'm very sorry. Okay. <laughs> um. Raw sit. Uh. If ire. Tis I. Does that mean anything to you, Akiva? Ross, sit. If ire. If ire, tis I. No. He's not Russian either. Mm hmm. Uh, I can mention oh, that. Is, it, when is it murder if it's war? Right. So, what's the missing? Uh, is it uh, so? Boy, <laughs> is it murder? All right. So, so it's drum, drum. Okay. So, go to the go to the ba- uh, the box of instruments, and then poke a hole in or, or check the drum in the box of instruments. Yeah, so I can mention that when you were working on that puzzle in the bathroom, uh, there was there was a black light right on the counter there. Black light in the bathroom uh, is not normally yeah, a great room, idea. Yeah, room raiders <laughs> contestants' bedrooms are uh, probably worse. Yeah. So okay, um, so what, what I don't know what do we do with the black light in the bathroom? 
Uh, I guess we use the black light in the in the bathroom. In the bathroom? Uh, I don't think that's a good idea. Okay. All right. So <laughs> use the black light in the regular room. Where? Uh, what on the drum? You can blacklight the drum for sure. Um, you dig through that crate of instruments and find a small drum that you saw before. Shining on the shining the blacklight on it reveals a set of glowing words. It says "flush all at once." Flush all at once. Okay, uh, Akiva, what do you think that means? Do we have to flush all three toilets at once, or all three things? <laughs> Take all of the instruments and then <laughs> yeah. fl- fl- flush. Uh, put them in the toilet. Okay. One by one, the uh, the triangle. We're supposed to like cause a flood that will maybe open the doors. <laughs> yeah, we'll be able to swim out. All right. Good thing we didn't have the All saxophone. Right. All right, so let's get recruit our Russian friend and see if he can help us. Uh, Akiva and myself are they automatic flushers or are they handle flushers? No, they're, they're handle flushers. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, these are toilets that flush. That is amazing. That is wonderful. Yes. All right, Akiva. I'm going to do it with my foot. I don't want to touch this uh, toilet. Does that matter? I'm gonna fly. Let's let's all on the count of three flush the toilets. I'm gonna use my foot. Yeah. Is it is it one two three flush or one two flush on three? Okay. Sasha must know. Flush on three. One okay. two three. Flush. <laughs> um, you managed to flush all three at the same time. Yep. Uh, nothing really seems to happen at first, but suddenly you hear a loud noise back in the main room. When you rush back out there, you immediately notice that the vending machine has been moved a few feet to the side, revealing a small door with a slot where the handle would usually be. Placed neatly on the ground in front of it is two gold coins. Hmm. As, as you reach for the coins, you hear a cackling voice that seems to be coming from behind the door. Oh, Lep's here. Leprechaun. In one more challenge, you may partake, but you lose it all with just one mistake. If you're content, do dispense what you must, but open this door if it's after me gold that you lost. So, so what do you do think? Do a challenge first. Uh, is the challenge to put the gold coins in the right uh, slot? Well, it, it looks as though they're both going to have to go in the slot for the door to open up. So you have a choice. So we could use the gold coins on the vending machine or we could go fight Leprechaun. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if you're going to be fighting him, but it seems like... Yeah, I don't like, like our uh, chances fighting Leprechaun. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather put the money in the vending machine. Yeah, it seems like it's it's just if you're feeling greedy, but it's a bit of a risk because oh no, we're not greedy. Mistake, you're not greedy. You're going for the vending machine. Yeah. Alrighty, what are you doing with the vending machine then? Okay. B nineteen, right? No, hold on. Uh, Was that was that what it was? N nineteen. N N nineteen. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't bingo. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, you type in N nineteen and slip in those gold coins. Um, It rumbles. And a can of new Coke shoots down the slot. New Coke. Oh, new Coke. oh okay. Got it. You, you were close. You were close. Um, it sounds kind of extra clangy on the way down. Maybe the new secret ingredient is zinc or something. But uh, yeah, you have that can. Can of new Coke. Uh, can we examine the can? How would you like to examine it? Do <laughs> we re- read anything unusual about the can? Uh, the only thing unusual about it is that when you're like shaking it around, it is making like a very metallic sound. It's not usually, I, I know you're, uh, same with the remote. You're, uh, you're, you have the ability to really, you yeah. Know, right. test, so we open the can of new you Coke. Can, you can open the can of new Coke. Uh, and if you tip it upside down, an old looking key falls right to the ground. Okay. Oh, are we out? 
an old looking key. Um, is it the key to the main? Can we try it in the main door? Um, you can push it in that main door and turn it, and it opens right up. Uh, you you turn down the hallway towards the stage, and the second your heads pop out from behind the curtains, you're met with thundering applause from a standing room only theater. Oh my! You look God. at the massive screen on stage and realize that the crowd has been watching a live stream of this entire event. What? It was all a setup. Kevin Costner, Mitch Garver, and Milkbag all join you guys on stage, along with the Russian kid and the leprechaun, both smiling now. They all take a bow. Even Beverly Cleary, at 104 years old, comes out and joins in on, on the celebration. It turns out that the Renappies weren't really in jeopardy all along, but your hard work and puzzle solving is made for one hell of a start to the show. Congratulations. Wow. Unbelievable. I, I truly thought we'd yeah. never get out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay! Wow, can't oh, believe yeah, it, Akiva. Yeah. We we got it. Didn't even mess with the leprechaun. Yeah, yeah I was, was afraid we avoided him. Yeah, I guess he's a fan of ours at this point. Smart. We're keeping him relevant. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, who is Milkbag? Sure uh, you know, just uh, just some guy, <laughs> Canadian fan. Yeah, big fan. Hmm. Who left he's the first two voicemails before Jordan Kalish? Uh, the the first one was like computer generated, uh, but then there was Navi on the second one. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, I would. I, I would think Navi was the one that was is not uh, intelligible because her audio didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. There you go. All right. Well, Akiva, we did it. Amazing. We escaped the podcast. Yeah. You think um, some of the listeners may have escaped a little while? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, listen. Can- if they didn't like this, there's another one coming right afterwards. Should we just re- should we after the mailbag? Let's say it's like um, season three, episode seven. Yeah. Sh- should we just record it now and then just get it out of the way? Um. <laughs> what else you got going on? Uh, today's a bad day. Today's a bad day. We got okay. a lot, a lot that would be on. funny though if we just did both of them back to back. Did it back to back? Yeah. Uh, belly no. to belly. Okay. Akiva. Yes. We did it. We escaped the pod. Escaped uh, the pod. Kevin. Thank you so much for so putting much this work. all together. So yeah, appreciate it exciting. so much, Kevin. Of course. A lot of fun, guys. Thanks. Okay. Uh, and Kurt, thank you for your guidance here on this journey. Nope. My pleasure. Um, I'm glad I didn't have to torture the Russian accent much longer than I did. Mm-hmm. So. But you guys didn't need much much help. Uh, you had a lot of momentum at that point. So Yes. Mm. Okay. Kurt, is escaping the pod as much fun as escaping the room? These days, it has to be. Yeah, I can't know. I don't know the next time I'm going to be actually going into an escape room. But yeah, this was this was a good time. Kurt, to your knowledge, has anybody ever attempted this before? Um, what specifically? An the, escape room podcast. Oh yeah, definitely. They, I think the uh, the aforementioned escape this podcast hosted by uh, Danny and Bill uh, was definitely the inspiration for this. Okay. So uh, if folks if folks like this, and I've taken a couple of their puzzles and ran them through some of the uh, patron groups as kind of text only. Um, mm-hmm. so if anybody's interested in the kind of this, more of this kind of content, I definitely recommend checking out escape this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well guys, thank you so much for putting this all together. Okay. Thank you, oh, Kurt. Thank you. thank you, Kevin. Awesome. Thank you guys. Yes. All right. Akiva fresh off of escaping the pod. We're here in the mailbag. We want to welcome in our listeners uh, who uh, are just joining the us now. mailbag supremacists. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we're here to talk about the mailbag. And here's what we're going to do. Uh, we got a mailbag coming up. And then we got a wheel spin coming up of what is going to be the next vote here on 
Rob and Akiva need a podcast. The only thing I I'm thinking of now is, you know, we I, I we will have to work this out when we're going to record it, but you know, I do have to put this poll up at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We might have to waive the 48 hour rule for uh, no spoilers. Well, well, I say. think everybody knew that there was going to be at, at once they voted for this. A yeah. second people's choice was going to be coming up. So True. I think you could put the mailbag vote uh, up tomorrow. I mean, what are we spoiling? The, 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 what came up in the like, hey, I you got to wait two days for me to listen to the podcast before you can That's post true. the You choices. know what I could do also is I can make it a Google like poll this time and, and have no spoilers on Twitter. Fine. Fine. Whatever. Like, uh, let's not get too ticky tack here. It's, mm-hmm. if it, I can understand like, hey, you you know, a major plot point for the podcast was revealed. Yeah. But this is like every, people knew there was going to be a people's choice coming. Yeah. They asked for this. They asked for it. OK. All right, Akiva. So what do you want to uh, talk? Any updates about anything? Oh, yeah. One update I should have mentioned at the very top of the show. Is, you know, I had, I, I encouraged, uh, uh, and both of us encouraged people to follow Laffy Taffy yes. at Laffy Taffy on Twitter. Um, I DM them. I said, Hey, we're going to be playing some games. Like, uh, you know, I just mentioned you on my podcast and you got 300 followers. You know, they're like, you know, they're all from us. And, uh, uh, I would love if you just like, you know, agreed to send the winner of one of the games we play, like, uh, some Laffy Taffy. Mm-hmm. And and if they, they said, Hey, that's not what we do. I'd be like, fine. I got ghosted by Laffy Taffy. What do you mean ghosted? Did they unfollow you? They didn't respond. Well, I don't think they ever followed me. They didn't oh. respond. Yeah. So you- I think uh, I, I'm I'm encouraging all of our listeners to unfollow Laffy Taffy. I don't want to see anybody. All right. That's Laffy it. Taffy. I'm out. We're out. I'm out. I'm unfollowing Laffy Taffy. Okay. If somebody else wants to sponsor the uh, one of the game shows, here we go. They're going to wonder why they went from. And I'm sure it's the most insane DM the social media person has ever gotten. Mm-hmm. Right. That they're like, yeah. hey, all of our, like, they probably thought I was a crazy person, even though, in fact, we did add, you know, they added over 300 followers. I'd say if they added 312 followers, 300 were from us. Like, they have 2,000 followers. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Uh, anyway, um, so we did Eddie last week. So the the crappy movie diaper needs um, some uh, some padding. And we got a bunch of ideas from listeners. So I want to start by pitching a few of those okay, for good, you. Okay, good, good. Three ideas have been pitched multiple times in recent weeks. Um, let's start with the B movie, Jerry Seinfeld's B movie. A mm-hmm. lot of people want us to watch that. <sighs> yeah, I feel like the, the the B movie is not even fun to talk about. Is it? So it's not like it's I terrible. Like it's, it, it's not terrible, but it's it's neither so bad that there's a lot to make fun of. Um, have you seen B movie? Mm-mm, no, no. That's one of the reasons why I'm like intrigued, but I, I but I haven't seen it. Have yeah. you seen it? You know what? Why don't you check it out? See if maybe your kids like it, and then see if you think it would be good to podcast about. Okay, so I have to watch it just to see if I it mean, gets in the crap yeah. Movie it's really like it's like a kids movie, but it's for adults, but it's not that funny. Uh, maybe I'll just have my kids be the guinea pigs and they'll yeah. the guinea bees and they'll a watch it. Court case that goes on. That's weird. Yeah. Um. Okay. The uh, other two movies that were pitched, uh, one was National Treasure Two. Some people think it's time to put National Treasure put it 2 back. Okay, in the uh, in the crab movie diaper, and the other one, um, w- this is a good idea. So a lot of people saying we need more movies in the crappy movie diaper to avoid watching cats. Oh, right. The more movies we put in the crappy movie diaper, ball jam the, less- the mail the, the crappy yes. movie diaper. Well, to pack the diaper, people are saying. 
we should pack the diaper. Yes. Oh, so, wow. Um, one of the ideas. By the this way, is from, uh, okay, yeah. we'll go ahead. But I feel like that the uh, controversy over the Supreme Court ruling has not been mentioned yet on this podcast. Yeah, it's so complicated. I don't even understand enough to talk. Aisha sent us like a like a hundred point email. She was mad, I, right? I don't think she was mad. I think she felt bad that that uh, you know she hadn't she was had been away for a couple of weeks and she she was sort of catching up. So she was you know we. We went to the Supreme Court without her knowing because she wasn't around. And then uh, yeah. it's it's a mess. I, I don't even know. I have to go through my emails. So we're going to have to deal with that next week. Okay. Um. Anyway, the so one of the ideas, this goes from a listener named uh, Allison. And she says, uh, what about adding a whoopee cushion to the crappy movie <laughs> yes, diaper? Yes, yes. Where there's always one Whoopi Goldberg movie within the crappy movie diaper. Okay. Or a series of them, but they take up one spot in the okay. diaper. Okay, yes. So should we look through Whoopi's yes, IMDb? Yes. Okay, so um, I got a message, or I, I did a, uh, you know, I do the patron cast uh, during okay. uh, the end of the month. I do a Facebook Friday, and I do a patron mm-hmm. cast, and I talk with the listeners of the podcast, and I get a lot of Renap uh, questions and suggestions. And one of our listeners, Ethan, uh, had suggested that there's also a, a movie that I was somehow unaware of, a Whoopi Goldberg movie called Theodore Rex. Uh, yes. Do you, have a, do you know of this film? Oh, we got 20 tweets about it this okay. week. Yeah. Yes, yes. Whoopi Goldberg, buddy cop comedy with a talking anamorphic dinosaur. Sounds incredible. I think it has to go in there. Yeah. To me, that's 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 uh, that's a lot. Yeah. But are there okay. other Whoopi Goldberg movies, or should that just be the first one in the Whoopi cushion? Um, I think that should be the first one. I agree. I, we're not going to beat that. Um, I'm looking. I've seen Jumpin' Jack Flash. That's one of her first movies. You ever seen that? No, I don't think that that's uh, a um, a bad movie. Well. I've rated like when I was a kid and I still do every movie I've ever seen on IMDb. So I could like remember wow. if I've seen it. Yeah. So when I click on Jumpin' Jack Flash, I, I have a rating for myself. Yes. What was it? Uh, four had a 10. Four. If four it, below seven means abominable because I, I'll like, I feel bad. Yes. Someone made the yes. movie. I'll never give a blow. To that. I just want to correct myself before people come for me on Twitter. That is a anthropomorphic dinosaur. I didn't hear what you said. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, Fatal Beauty. That doesn't seem so funny. Yeah. Well, Made in America. I feel like that. That's the one where that she did with Ted Danson, where uh, then uh, they, when they started dating. Yeah. Just like Eddie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's start with the- with Theodorus Rex because that sounds unbelievable. Yes. Whoopi Goldberg and a dinosaur. I feel like we don't need a whoopee uh, a whoopee wheel, but I thought like that we should always have a one whoopee film in the crappy movie. Uh, so diaper. that is the whoopee, and that's the whoopee cushion. Yes. Yes. It cushions us to not watch that. <laughs> but Rob, so somebody said, and I thought this was an astute point. Yes, that the that the sweet spot for the and I forget who said this. The sweet spot was for the bad movies is not a, like a pretty good movie that's like a six point eight, seven point two on IMDb, and not like a Spice World, you know, from Justin to Kelly that's like a two. Yeah, but it's like a five and a half, like a movie that's redeemable but bad. Okay, right? okay. Do you want to guess what Theodore Rex is on IMDb? I'm going to guess it's a 1.1. There is a 2.4. It's as low as it could possibly get. Because, like, Trolls will give it a 10. Yeah. 2.4 is, like, one of the worst movies ever. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, it's Whoopi it's, Goldberg. Whoopi, it's dinosaurs. I feel like that's a sweet spot for us. Can I read the uh, tagline? Yeah. In an alternate futuristic society, a tough female police detective is paired with a talking dinosaur to find the killer of dinosaurs and other prehistoric animals, leading them to a mad scientist bent on creating a new Armageddon. Yeah. Spooky. Um, Sounds amazing. That movie, I think, also came out the same summer as Eddie. Wow. Her agent, her publicist must have been working double time to bury that thing. I will say, I was directed by Jonathan Butel. I mean, he's directing a movie with Whoopi Goldberg and other people, like a legitimate Hollywood movie. Never worked again. It Mm -hmm. is his final credit. Yeah, yeah. So, I I like it. Let's, that'd be a good one. I'm excited for Theodore Rex. If we have to Mm -hmm. watch it tomorrow, I'd be happy. Yeah. Uh, But you don't want to pack the diaper. You don't want to add anything else. No. Of course, the risk Uh, of adding something is that it could be next week's podcast. So, you don't want to get too... Right, right. Yeah. So, the USA release date was uh, July... 6 1996 this is video premiere i'm not sure if that's like uh did it go right to video is it possible it had to have right i mean did things go to right to video in 1996 i don't i don't see any box office information for it hmm. the one view is disgusting though the user review <laughs> that they posted on, i don't even want to read it because yeah. i don't want to be spoiled can we ultimately get uh access to this uh, I'll double check while we're talking now, but $33.5 million budget. Mm-hmm. They may yeah. as well have thrown that right in the trash. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, distribution. The film was intended for theatrical release, but New Line Cinema initially wanted to release it to coincide with Goldberg's hosting stint at the Academy Awards that year. Mm-hmm. New Line ultimately decided that it was in her, well, that it would be eligible uh, in their for a best long interest to release the film direct to video. This decision came as a result of failed test screenings in Las Vegas. The film's $33.5 million budget makes it the most expensive direct to video release at that time. Wow. I can't even imagine what beat it. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, also, there was a lawsuit. The Whoopi had made a verbal agreement to star in the film in October 1992. She attempted to back out. Uh, Abramson filed a $20 million lawsuit against Goldberg, which was settled quickly. Goldberg agreed to star in the film for $7 million, which is $2 million more than she originally agreed upon. One of the attorneys on the case described this as being similar to the battle of Kim Basinger when she backed out of the film Boxing Helena. Okay, the good news is it is on YouTube, so we should be good. Okay, so Whoopi against her will here in uh, Theodore Rex. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's the highest quality video, but it's decent enough for, for you know, our, that might have been how it shot. It might have been shot fuzzy also. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm so, excited for Theodore's. Boy, right? Add it to the... The summer of 96 pressure. was not kind to the whoopster, where no. uh, then Eddie comes out uh, May 31st, and then the direct-to-video release of Theodore Rex would follow uh, within two months. Yeah. Surprise Sister Act 3 didn't get bandied about <laughs> after that. By the way, uh, I don't know if you saw, but um, my childhood friend Andrew, I mentioned we watched. I, I was this, I was unsure if it was Sister Act one or two on pay per view uh, when he slept over at my house. Uh, he messaged me right while listening to the podcast and said it was Eddie. We pay per viewed Eddie, and I was asleep by the end of the opening credits, and he watched the whole movie. Did he like it? Yeah, he did like it. Well, he's also a Knicks fan. It was probably exciting for him. Yeah, I'm not a Knicks. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we, I have watched Eddie's maybe subconsciously. I've seen the whole thing already, but I was asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, poor poor Andrew having to listen to my snoring while uh, while trying to watch Eddie. <laughs> right. Well, I don't okay. know if I snored, but um, okay. Um, so Whoopi Goldberg's name is Karen. Speaking of Karens, mm-hmm. uh-uh. we have an idea. Here. No, no, no. You don't like it? Yeah. All right. So say what the idea is. Okay. So now, shut up, Tim. Says Robin and Keeve are joined by Karen from Canada, previous guest on the show. Yeah. To rank the top five Karens, they pick top five Karens. Okay. They try and rehab the name Karen. All right. So this was a joking idea. A lot of people liked it. Fine. But then I spoke to Karen from Canada, mm-hmm. and she said. The, and and people don't know Karen from Canada is not a, a middle aged white lady from America. She is a she is a Asian Canadian lady, um, and who's not middle aged. And she said that she is sick of sort of the doesn't identify with Karens anymore. Sick of sort of the Karenization of her name. Yeah, and she wants to change her name. She wants us to to pick a new name for her. Yeah. What do you think about that? She's going to change her first name. She said. She will change it on all social media, and if it sticks, it sticks. Hmm. She's gonna change. Oh, she's gonna change her Twitter handle, Twitter handle, Facebook, everything, and she'll try it out. She's yeah. she's she, this was her idea. Um, I I don't know. I feel like that. Uh, I don't want to wade into uh the, the Karen territory. Yeah, Karen territory. Doesn't uh-huh. it, you know? Um, I hear you. It is definitely an interesting idea. Give a grown-up a new name. It's an int- interesting idea, but it's not her real name, right? Is it, it's just a Twitter name? Well, I th- she's definitely willing to change it. She's not going to, like, uh, the court the next day mm-hmm. to change it, but she's yeah. going to try it out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I-, I think that this would be a pass for me. Uh, I'll okay. leave it up to the the listeners to uh, get on change.org if they really want to make this mm-hmm. happen. All right. Might be might be messy right now. Mm-hmm. Um Okay. What do we got? We have uh we've got a couple ideas from Luke from Melbourne. We're going yeah. we're going down on there for some. And ideas. JK Rowling's gonna retweet that one, Tim. <laughs> um yeah, I she should come on the podcast, JJ. We'll get her off Twitter for two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she could replace um, Beverly Cleary as a beloved yeah. author of the podcast. R- uh Rob and Akiva are pointless, this is called. So everyone's pitching us game shows since we put a bunch of game shows on the wheel. And Luke from Melbourne says the English are pretty much the best in the world at game shows. And he thinks we're missing out by only doing American game shows. One great English game show that he thinks would really work well as a podcast is called Pointless. It's like reverse family feud where there's four teams of two that try and score the lowest amount of points. And whichever team scores the highest each round is knocked out and therefore kicked off the podcast. The show has two hosts, hosts Alex and Richard. I think hmm. the podcast would be better if Akiva and Rob host as Alex and Richard. I think a lot of the pot, well, then we also wouldn't be kicked off. A lot of the podcast should be Rob and Akiva and banter with the contestants and each other. And the format of the game will keep the podcast structured well. The team that makes it the final round gets to stay for the mailbag. If they win the final round, they get to put an idea on the wheel. I like this. Okay. I like the idea of four teams or, or of two. Are you chuffed to bits to do this? I am. Um, can we try this? If you don't like it, I, it's not like my favorite idea in the history of the world. I won't cry if you say no. Hmm. Uh, my suggestion would be, yeah. can I watch the, because we're going to podcast again in a few days. Can I watch an episode of this game? Yes. 
and see if it's pod work. I'm open to it. If you think if you believe in it, um, you know, I think that when it's like an idea that's also like a confusing concept of like an unfamiliar concept, and then we're also right. playing it as a game with like a lot of people, it's mm-hmm. just like uh, it might be kind of messy for the podcast. Well, that's I, my I hear what you're saying. I don't think it's complicated. I just think we're unfamiliar with it. Like, I don't think the British people are so smart that like only they could get that game and we can't. Yeah. I just think we've never heard of it. Yeah. Um, so let me watch a game and see, because I went through, because I know we may do a podcast in a few days. I did some work this week. Um, uh, Joe Foe and I really put together basically the whole Price is Right game, just in, com- just in case it comes up in a few days. Joe Foe the mofo. Joe Foe the mofo, yeah. He's going to okay. be on with us. And okay. we, we really put that whole, I, I'm, I'm very happy with how that game looks. I think, uh, and, but I also watched Hollywood Squares, which I had never really seen. By the way, the, ga- the game of Hollywood Squares I turned on, do you want to guess who the center square was? Whoopi. Yes, it was Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Billy, Billy Crystal was there. They had some real stars. Yeah. Um, but, but that made me think like, oh, we got to get some, because we're on that game, on Price is Right, we're the hosts. And I think Joe Fulby, Rod Roddy. But on, on Hollywood Squares, we, me and you are the players, which means we need somebody else to come up with the questions. Okay. So, uh, this is another one where we'd be the host. I don't know if it works better where we're playing or we're the host, but. We'll find out soon because there's multiple versions of each. So let me let's table that, and I'm going to watch the game. And if it's incredible and not complicated, what's it I'm called? I'm happy to put it on. Next Pointless. Week. Pointless. Pointless. It's a British game show called Pointless. Okay. Um. Okay. This is from a guy named Dan. Uh, and Dan created something called the Rootbot. Can you explain what the Rootbot is? Uh, it is a um artificial intelligence that tweets out things as Survivor contestant Rupert Bonham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and it's really AI. It's not him doing it as a bit. Yeah. So, so Dan says in the Robin Akiva need a catchphrase episode, a brief mention comes up of whether a catchphrase was generated by an AI. It just so happens that as the creator of Rootbot, I'm experienced in training, uh, machine learning models to generate text. My idea is for an episode, Robin Akiva need an AI. Here are some possibilities. It needs workshopping. Okay. He says, uh, Train an AI on all podcast. Tra- he could train an AI on all podcast transcripts and generate an entire podcast script that you read live as the episode, where you have a live conversation with the AI. By the way, speaking of uh, all podcast transcripts, our old friend Sean Falconer, Rob. I don't know if you know. Yes, him. yes. Um, he put uh, the Robin Akiva archives into his machine this week. Uh, uh, Rob Sean Falconer is a is a, a tech guy. Genius. I want to say nerd or geek. Yes. Yeah, because he helps us out a lot. And he did this with Seinfeld when we tried to figure out, like, do we say Jerry's name more than Kramer's or Lane's? Turns out, yes. Uh, Lane, 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 Lane. And, um, we, so he put in things. He put in things so we could figure out how many times we said certain words or, or, you know, we tried to figure out who speaks more, you or me, things like that. So we have that for a future episode. We'll use it in a future episode. But Sean Falconer has given Renap the, uh, sort of the AI treatment also. Uh, he could train an AI in all previous wheel ideas, accepted and rejected, and then it, the AI generates 32 new ideas. Oh! And you have a bracket. I really like that. I like that. That's really funny. Uh, once per week, he generates an AI idea, and we just cover it in the mailbag and probably reject it, but maybe someday. I, li- I might like that even yes. more. I'm not sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the wheel has a permanent Robin Akiva bot spot. Okay, yeah. So I think two and three are both great ideas, Dan. Why don't we start with um, with three? Okay. I love yeah. it, though. I think that's funny. Yeah, I love it so much. Um, okay, so yeah, it's nice to have uh, very smart, talented uh, listeners. Mm-hmm. I can't do any of this stuff. Um, I did have to watch every single family. Uh, I said I keep saying Family Feud, Price is Right game. 
this week to pick which games work best for audio. Yes. It was that's it was a lot of prices right. Okay. That's exciting. Yeah, no, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. Uh some of these games are like twenty seconds and some are like five minutes. It's very arbitrary. Yeah. They um, do like a couple quick ones uh to f- yeah. be able to fit six in. I always feel bad, and we're gonna have to do this also. Well, you have a guess, like you're one of the first people on Prices Right. You have a very good chance. I'm sure people have run the numbers on this, right? Four people go up. Yes. There's six rounds. Yes. You're almost certainly going to go up at some point if you were one of the first four, or yes. even if you're the first person called up. If you're that last person called up in round six, you have, you know, at best a 25% chance. Yeah. And I think you probably go first. So not even because somebody's right. going to one up. You have the worst position on the, on the like, yeah. uh, you have to give the, f- the first bid and then somebody will, like bid like $1 more than you. So it's almost, it, it's like a real uh, rare thing. With the last It's like a person. cameo, basically. Yeah. yeah. So like you got called up, but you're, you know, you're not really. Because I'm going to have to ask someone to come on our Prices Right game and be like, you're <laughs> yeah. probably not going to get on that podcast. Yeah. You're, it's like uh, Are you a September enough? call up for uh, exactly. a person that's going to. But you're the fourth catcher. You're not even the third catcher. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, you were on the team, but you you know you're not going to mm-hmm. be on the major. The we, you have a jersey, uh, and you could but you could dress in the in the hallway, right? Um, all right, fine. So let's see if we have anything else. Uh, the okay, a lot of people have been pitching things for the hundredth episodes. So let's do a couple uh, quick ones of those, and we can get sure. Danny Katie says Robin Akiva run a clip show. This episode would be a best of all your greatest snap moments, but here's the catch. None of it ever happened. You, you run these clips on the show as if you're looking back fondly on them. Some examples. Hey, Rob, remember that time Shut Up Tim took control over nap for an episode? What is this? Or that was, here's a small taste of that. And then it would just be a clip of Shut Up Tim bombing for an episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was crazy. But remember the time we did a live show in Atlanta and Clarence roasted us on stage. So embarrassing. Uh, yeah, or things like that. He's got a bunch of examples. So <sighs> a fake clip show. Yeah. Um, I think it's possibly there's something there but i i don't like the idea of throwing it to other things like if it was maybe like you and i sort of like improvising um banter you know mm-hmm. sort of like uh like hey remember uh akiva remember the time when you said that uh you think that anybody who likes waffles over pancakes is a moron mm-hmm. uh, and then we're having that conversation but uh, i mean does anybody want to hear us have a fake conversation i'm not sure that is a fake conversation yeah i don't know <laughs> Yeah, um, it's cute. Yeah, but uh, I don't think that you know uh, a whole podcast of shtick. Yeah, that is a funny idea. Um, all right, John Saltzman has an idea called the Renap Awards, which we just uh, we just talked about. I think it's uh, unconnected. Yes, Robin Akiva present the Renap Awards as voted by a large pool of Renap listeners. Categories can include the best non sequitur question posed during a podcast, e.g., is Laffy Taffy a food? The best on-staff contributor in app, e.g. Jordan Kalish. Did Jordan pay you to say that? Happy birthday, Jordan Kalish, by the way. Happy mm-hmm. birthday. Uh, the best rejected idea. The worst execution of the best idea. Best performance by a podcast ensemble. Worst idea from Shut Up Tim. Most insulting tweet. What do you think about the Renappy Awards? <sighs> I don't know. What do you... I yeah. mean, I just think uh, podcasts have done this before. Yeah. Is it that exciting? I mean, it's, it's like over so. like... You know, it's two years of podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I don't think. I, I mean, it's funny. Some of these are good ideas, but I'm not sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if there's anything there. Yeah. Uh, do you want one more? Or should we go straight to the? Uh, do, I do one more. Okay. I feel also, like we from greenlit uh, much except for the AI suggestions from a robot. Yeah. Well, the, we just did one thing off the wheel. We might have a second thing fully off the wheel, unless it's like a season three, episode seven, in a few minutes. 
So the wheel might get tight. I, I also should warn you, we're working with a skeleton wheel this week. Based skeleton on people's wheel. Ooh, that based on scary. people's av- av- availabilities. Yes. It might be, you know, might be, we might be choosing between three season three, episode seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so Luke says, sorry if this has been suggested already, but it's, this is called Robin Akiva host a giant zoom call live. Uh, the free zoom pack is, <laughs> allows out. up to a hundred <laughs> participants in a call. So you get a hundred listeners to join a zoom call and watch you do the podcast live. This would be a great sequel to the live show, given the current state of the world. It'll allow listeners from all over the world to have a chance to see you live. And there's not much to see on my end. I think it's time for a sequel to the smash hit that was the live show. This would be a great way to do it. Um, yeah, we could have a hundred. Can we just we do have, the show live on YouTube? Like, why do yeah. we have a hundred people on a Zoom call for this? Yeah, I don't know why they need to be on Zoom. Um, how about this? We got a couple that came in today. Okay. Okay. I'm going to read these blind. Uh, this is from Josh. He says, we all had show and tell in elementary school. Now let's bring it to the podcast. By the way, I don't remember any of my kids having show and tell, but I'm not, I don't know. Maybe I'm, they don't tell me. That. Mm-hmm. Robin Akiva have listeners come on for five minute blocks each where they do a show and tell of an item of their choosing that should be something cool, special, unique, and cherish that listener. Listener, For example, if Rob had to do a show, he could bring a magic eight ball. Also, P.S. Season three, episode seven of Third Rock from the Sun. Mm-hmm. What do you think about a show and tell episode? Um, it's very visual, uh, based yeah. on the what showing. are they showing and telling? Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the telling. That part is good, but yeah, I don't know. Should be a tell and tell. Yeah. Do you have a lot of objects that you want to talk about on the podcast? Like, what would you, what would my object be? I'm not even sure. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a lot of. I don't have like. I'm not a big possession yeah. guy. Okay. So, <laughs> um, and, and your mom is uh, famously an anti hoarder. Oh, by the way, that was an idea. I could read this quickly. You're going to nix it, but so am I. <laughs> um, it's called Robin Akiva have a, have a mom cast. Yeah. Uh, the, the guys play a newlywed style game with their moms instead of their wives. Also, we can hear the guys explain what Renap is to their moms. Give Akiva a safe space to ask his mother what happened to the sign 1973 picture of the New York Knicks. <laughs> I am never going to ask her about that. No. Uh, that's interesting. Um, it sounds like you're more out on that one than I am. Oh no! If you say if you're willing to get your mom, are they on the podcast? Like, how are we doing that? I feel like we just missed Mother's Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. do it for Father's Day. I don't know. Yeah, what? Okay. What exactly? What? How? How's the podcast structured? I'm willing to ask my mom. Yeah, she's stuck home I'm like not everybody dying else to do this. Yeah, I mean, if you thought Mara didn't, you know, wasn't so so game to do the podcast, like. I don't think I don't think Melissa Wienicker is super game either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh let's get to the wheel spin. How about okay. this? Oh, one one more just came in. How about this? Robin Akiva get baked. Alternative title, Ro- the Robin Akiva Great Bake Off. Yeah. Since quarantine, many Americans have picked up bread baking as a hobby. I have not read this before. And East and flour sales are through the roof. Robin Akiva have a bread cast and talk about this new craze. You could no. Okay. No, thank you. Okay, you, Wait, you don't want to uh, bake bread on the on the podcast. It seems like a lot of effort. There's a Yiddish word, a pachki. You should start using that. Yeah, which is like it's just like it's a lot of effort for for you know not not so much. It's like it's a pachki, the whole thing. It's it's a lot. You know, I, what are we doing with the bread? I don't know. Everyone's baking bread. You get like Doctor Amanda to send us some bread. I think yeah. he's been baking bread. No, nobody's coming to us for bread baking. My wife made bagels and like it's fine, but she probably spent so many hours and there's probably so many dishes used just to make the bagels. It's like you go to the store, bagels are so cheap. Like, well, what are we wasting our time? Does our time have no value? Like, and, and her friends, you go over and, and they're talking about sourdough starters. I still don't know what that is. 
I don't know what I don't know what's going on with this bread baking. Mm, okay. Um, fine. All right. So didn't put anything on the wheel, but I love the AI idea. Uh, so let's let's get to the wheel, and you tell me an idea, and I'll tell you if the person is available or not this week. Okay. All right. Season three, episode seven. Sure. Okay. Coin flip. Yep. Okay. Uh, crappy movie diaper. Yes. Okay. The people's choice. Now, this is, again, we are going to spin the wheel three times for the vote. Mm -hmm. Is people's choice eligible to be a choice on people's choice? Okay. How does it work? If so, how does it work? Hmm. We'd have to have a sub wheel. All right. All would, right. Would it, be, s- would it be three new choices now? Would we? Would you make for, like a how quick? How about this? How about this? Yeah. For the sake of of this discussion, let's say People's Choice is not eligible to be a choice in the People's Choice because then, um, unless no, it would be too complicated because we need then we need like basically uh, people to vote on three things as one of the votes so yeah it's too complicated also, we're for time maybe in a week where we had more time where I we could do, do two votes uh, now i know people say well how come it's uh, this week okay i do think a people's choice is eligible to be a choice as the second at the back half of the double shot i think that yeah. that was fine yes uh, but you think you can't people's choice of people's choice right right i okay. think that the, i'm with you like especially you, not in a short week like when would we have time for all these polls? We'd have to have concurrent polls, right? Okay. Um, okay. We we see. I think we're fine. Okay. Uh, okay. The sequel mechanism. Okay, so Kirsten and Antonio both not available this week. So the only thing in the sequel mechanism which should have should have one spot today is the Brand Steel stands versus Ops. Okay. With Michael Bloom. All right. Renappy Wood Squares. That's up to you. We would need. That's it. Would be tough host? to put together on a short on short notice. But. A host, nine guests, and questions. Meaning, I need to find someone who's willing to write the questions. Okay, I think it is doable, and and it's a very small wheel this week. It's your call whether. Okay. Let's leave it in there. Let's leave it in there. Uh, okay. The freakiest freak. Do you think Bryce is available on short notice? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, let's leave it. And then we can okay. find out. Okay, Quibi shows yeah, are. If trash. he's not available, then we'll say. Oh, like when I post a tweet, I'll say Bryce not available. Don't vote for it. Okay, Quibi shows are trash. My my fear with Quibi shows are trash is a Quibi's not going to exist. I'm excited for that idea, but Quibi's not going to exist in like several weeks. I think. Yeah. And B, the normal places where I can find Theodore's Rex or any sort of bad show. The mm-hmm. Quibi shows are are so unpopular, they're not even getting posted to those sites. Yeah, we might have to join Quibi for the podcast. I think it's like Geoblock. I'm not even sure I get in. That was my concern. Mm. But whatever, I'll have to like hack we'll my phone. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. You might have to like share your screen with me and we'll watch Quibi together. <laughs> we'll, we'll fine. We'll watch it together. That'll be good. Uh, but you can't even watch it on the screen. That's one of the problems. It's literally only on a phone. All right. Okay. Keep going. I'll hold my yeah. phone up to the computer. Perfect. Okay. All right. Perfect. Uh, Price is right. And I'll, fly, double, I'll fly to New York. Just double shot. Is double shot eligible? I think no. Okay. <laughs> a double shot. Or, I mean, if you want to say it, yes. But then we're in like a matrix. We can never get it. Is double shot like a permanent spot on the wheel? I feel like it's a special should occasion. T- should we take double shot off? I think for now we'll take it off. Take it off. And then people can vote for the double shot to come back. So yeah, this is mm-hmm. a this is a light wheel. 
light wheel. Because it used to be season three, episode seven would would balloon, would expand. Yes. Now it's only a two. Yeah. I still, you know, it's still very likely we're going to get at least one season three, episode seven, if not multiple. Okay. All right. So let's go but ahead. We're probably going to be watching a show this week or doing a game show. That's All right. what it sounds like. All right. So the sequel mechanism should only have one spot. It has two spots. Yes, it's down to it's down to one. Why, yeah, curse, now, why no is that? No what is no the no ruling there? It's per. It's a the sequel mechanism uh, net is a it. per. How many things are in it? It's really just. It's really. Ju- they could be separate spots. It's really just you know a title. Okay, let me just. There's uh, no difference. Let me just uh, adjust the wheel to that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and save. How many the spots settings. are there total? Because I don't have a visual. Okay, uh, I have to, hold on. Let me launch the wheel again. Okay, and I can tell you. That it is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and then a two spot for season three, episode seven. All right, ten. That's about as small as we've gotten in a long time. Okay, all right. Let's spin the wheel. What happens if there's people's choice? We pick right. Uh, I mean, what happens if there's a coin flip? Or um, then I guess we pick two things, and then you and I flip the coin, and then okay, fine. Okay, fine. All right, here we go. All right, option number one for people's choice. Okay. Quibi shows are trash. Okay. Okay. All right, if people want that, then... Season three, episode seven. All right, let's go. We forgot to mention last time, last week, by the way, Rob. Yes. That fam- we've done two listener polls to decide what the episode's going to be. And both times, Family Matters Season 3, Episode 7 was in the poll and came in last. Yeah. Okay. People so. seemingly don't want it. Okay. I think they want it. I just think it's face stiff competition. All right. Let's see. Season 3, Episode 7. Okay. Here it is. is. it is. The ping pong ball is... Hold on. Let me get my sound effect ready. Okay. This is the ping pong ball for today. Dookie Hauser, MD. Ooh, okay. Okay. Is, That's uh, exciting. Was Dr. Jen supposed to be our guest for that? Uh, she is invited. Dr. <laughs> Jen is welcome to come on. She, okay. She's a doctor. Um, She is pregnant. I don't know if she's busy. Okay. She might not be busy, but she's welcome. To we've come got on. Quibi. We've got Doogie. We've got one more spin to go. Okay. Quibi versus Doogie. Okay, and sequel mechanism. Oh, okay, that's the brand steel. All right, what's it gonna be? Quibi <laughs> shows our trash. Doogie Hauser, MD, or Stands versus Ops. What do you like? What? Which one do you think is gonna win? I don't want to put my thumb on the scale. Okay, me neither. But you have an idea which one you think. Is I the know favorite. which one is. I think is gonna win. I know which okay. one I think I want to do. Are there two separate ideas? I, I, I yes, yes. So oh, wow. The one I want to well, do is not the well, one then, I think is going to win. Then promote it, right? This is your chance. No, because then I don't want people to spite me. Who's going to spite you? Oh, P, there, there are people who will spite me. So you want Doogie Hauser? You think Mike Bloom's Brand Steel is going to win? That is not what I said. Okay, that's but that's what I'm saying. And you think Quibi shows are trash? Going to get in single digits? <laughs> Nobody wants. I think, by the way, I'm happy with all three of these. I think all three yeah. of these are fine, and they're relatively, you know, we're just watching something for two of them, and the other one, we really have very little prep. I mean, you might have to fill in something. The only problem is, if the Brand Steel wins, we do have to, 
we do have to cast it. Yeah. Like that's the, to me, that's the fun part. It'd be a challenge. Yeah. Should we cast it? And should we stop now and cast it? No. You have 20 minutes to cast it. No. You don't have 20 minutes to cast it. Okay. If it comes no. up, we'll cast it. Uh, but don't you have to like put the names in beforehand? Yeah, well, uh, we can, um, if we want, we can record that conversation, but uh, let's not cast stands versus ops if it's not selected yet. Well, yeah, but if it's not selected, it'll come up in the next few weeks, probably. It's a small wheel. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, we don't need to cast All right, it right so, now. okay, Quibi shows are trash. But uh, if it wins, Steel, people should, should make suggestions who should be on stands versus ops. I was actually going to today put a thing before it came up in the Reddit. So do that when you when you hear this. Start a Reddit thread. Don't say that's that came up. Just say who would you want to see. So in case there's somebody that see forgot he made us a list of like a few dozen names, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know we'll cast it and we'll we'll play it out. <laughs> yeah, if it happens, milk I mean, bag people, making a strong showing. I don't, to, I don't think milk bag is going to be in there. You don't think milk I, bag is our ops? I don't. I mean, he's our ops, but I does it? Do, what do we know about milk bag i don't know I, I wish i wish that like he was a little more fleshed out that villain That's maybe, maybe we're missing something question of what yeah why milk, Who is milk bag? bag did we miss something maybe it, maybe is milk bag a common canadian nickname i must be that we just don't we're know we're gonna about? get roasted everyone's gonna be like we've well, never heard milk bag is, boomers you watch you watch corner gas they they say the word milk bag 15 <laughs> times trailer park boys had a guy named milk bag in the show you watch <laughs> okay did it no, I don't. <laughs> Maybe it's a different part of Canada, not the ones we're familiar with. All right. There you go. All right. Uncle Kiwi. Um, mm. that's, that's it. Boy, I, I Googled milk bag and I get videos. The Canadian milk bag lie, milk bag conspiracy. Uh, wow. So I don't know. I don't know what's Maybe going Antonio on. will get us into that. <laughs> Antonio. <laughs> to get uh, to the bottom of that. Okay. Akiva, anything else you want to say? Not much. Unfollow Laffy Taffy. Um, I will speak to you in just a couple days. Uh, I I don't know. We got we got to work out a time to to announce a baseball game also after this week on Thirty Two Fans. Ooh, John John set up a, a Mets versus Twins baseball game. If you want to announce to uh, yes, game I know, with me I know John John has brought it up to me a couple of times. Couple times, yeah. John John's uh, bad news for John John. Next week is his birthday. I did tell him if. Price is Right came up. He could be one of the contestants. I will extend it another week. Price is Right comes up next week. John John can be one of the contestants. Now, can John John be one of the first four? Or does he get that last spot? I think we go randomly put the names Random, on the ping pong I agree. Balls. It's not yeah. fair. It's not fair for me to ask someone. But what if, we, how about this? We ask, let's say, random, we ask Phil T. We say, Phil T, we'd love to have you on. Uh, and but then we spin the you know we randomize it and it's like oh if you come on it's like you're the last spot you only have one wheel spin possibility to guess and then he big times us and then I feel like I get mad mm-hmm. yeah I don't know as we should don't big time us people yeah okay all right Uncle Kiwi great mm-hmm. job once again what's going on in the Thirty Two Fans podcast uh, we just finished our top fifty announcing calls of all time we watched uh we're wrapping up survivor token chains we were with uh, shannon gus probably one of the best if not the best person to talk uh survivor strategy with uh had a lot of had a lot of good takes um and uh we're going to get into the this week is the mount rushmore's of every sports city okay all right uh great job we'll be back with another episode shortly and then mm. another episode next weekend yep boy 
Really, it's like, it's like a triple shot, really. It's really a triple shot. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. All right. We'll be back soon. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Here come your man in black. Won't let you remember. All right, check it. Let me tell you this in closing. Although it might seem imposing, but trust me, if we ever show in your section, believe me, it's for your own protection. Because we see things that you need not see, and we be places that you need not be. To go with your life, look at the Roswell crap. Show love to the black suit, cause that's the man in, that's the man in. Here come the man in black, here they come. Galaxy defend.